People have gathered around ideas since the beginning of time, each successful collaboration pushing innovation forward, building a stronger future. Motorists Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have combined decades of experience to create an even better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. Show, and there's nothing wrong with your set. That bright light that you see, it is not an eclipse. It is just Tony Bruno's noggin. I'm Stuart Scott. That's Don't better. diss the dome, man. I'm Don't sorry. let me hurt you, Stuart. No, it's, it's jealousy because Ebony Magazine even said last year, bald men are sexier. No so. question about hey. it. Mark? <laughs> It's summertime, summertime. People have gathered around ideas since the beginning of time, each successful collaboration pushing innovation forward, building a stronger future. Motorists Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have combined decades of experience to create an even better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. Are we on the air? Yeah. I like it when the girls stop by in the summer. Hey, you in the back with those French braids. What's your name? You better ask somebody. Uh, Albuquerque? I'm sorry. Go! Drums, please! Here it is, a groove slightly transformed. Just a bit of a break from the norm. Just a little something to break the monotony. Here is Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. It's time for the show. And do not attempt to change the channel. Hello there. And just when you thought the world had not come to an end, last week when I went off on this show and we survived the solar eclipse, only to realize that the world, in fact, has come to an end. So... All I can say as we begin tonight's Tony Bruno Show Live podcast, in the words of a famous country western song, why don't we just get drunk and screw? One of my favorite songs of all time. That is a good one. It is, but there's a lot of good ones. It's Tony Bruno, Miss Robbins here. We got our bottle of Earthquake Zen already almost tapped. There we go. Let's play a little taste of that right now. I stick by this. Well, this isn't why don't we get drunk and screw. No, it's not, but you're saving the horse and riding a cowboy well, the same thing, bro. Damn right. No, not really. No. 
By the way, speaking of Cowboys, congratulations, Tony Romo. A dad. Do you realize he already has three kids? He's only been married a couple years. That's good, man. He's been cranking them out. At least he's pumping it into the end zone someplace. Yeah, exactly, right? Oh, Sorry. oh By the way, how about Bruno. them Cowboys? No, no little baby boy for Tony Romo. Hey, Mazel tov, man. People were saying that Tony Romo would not be doing the game on, uh, on CBS on Friday night, the Kansas City Chiefs. Seattle Seahawks game. You uh-huh. know why? Why is that, Tony? They thought it's because he missed it because it was they, they confused him with a guy named Tony Romo who uh, bobbled the snap in that playoff game a couple of years ago, and they wanted to ban him <clears throat> from play, from uh, <clears throat> broadcasting. That's neither here nor there. That's all. By the way, and Luigi Cardo's here, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get put your hands together for Luigi, a man who's getting a little nervous now as it gets ever so close. To his very, very important debut of his one-man show. That's right. No, he he will not be joining. Uh, what's the dude's name from uh, who, the guy who did his own? Well, everybody does a one-man show now. Who's the dude? Chaz Palminteri. He no, will not no. be joining Chaz Palminteri. This is not a Bronx show. tale, bro. All right? no, it's not. It's a Gavon tale. It's I a South it. Philly soliloquy. That's what that is, Tony. But that, but that you're not from South Philly, so you can't you but can't I'll be claim there. it. No, no but no. we have an update. About the update, we about you doing, about you doing your show. This is news to me. Well, no, we if worked on it. If it's news to you, okay. it's news to us. What do you got? That's Last what they week, they say pretty much at all the news outlets, especially Reuters, which should basically just fold their account after an embarrassing day. <laughs> they they made ESPN look legit today. Reuters, what a joke! It's not like they've only been doing news for 165 years. They can't even get a damn headline straight, but I'll get to that later on. So what's this breaking news, Robin? Um, you actually now have a name for your show. Last that's week right, you announced the show, but you didn't have a name yet. I thought and it was Bob Cool. No, 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 that's the name of this program. <laughs> no, it's going to be Funk and Fantasy, man. Funk, funk and Fantasy. fantasy. Get, the gotta, funk really get, get the Funk out of my fantasy. you got to say it really fast. Funk and Fantasy. Out of my fantasy. Get the Funk. Adam Funk fantasy. and fantasy. Funk and fantasy, man. It's going to be good stuff. Duh. By the way, I, I'm, I'm looking at the video. Today has been a little bit crazy. I got the major top knot going on. I, I do. don't know. What, what do you call you this? You could be a, a hipster dirtbag right now <laughs> if you wanted to. I, I have no makeup. My hair is crazy. I don't think I... I actually slept in this thing. You know, you could look like you're, you look like <laughs> and you I haven't done your, anything today. You look like you shot out Antifa starting kit on. All you need <laughs> now is the mask and a gas mask. This is a good then sh- you're going to go out to another peaceful protest. You know, she, you know what she looks like right there? What? She looks like Christian. Without the beard. I, I've person, seen him look exactly like that. Good thing Robin well, shaved today or else she'd look like her son with the beard. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. No, seriously. You know what's so funny, though? I actually learned how to do this, this type of a top knot with just one rubber band. From my son. <laughs> I do the same thing. I got the little pigtail in the when back. When your son is teaching you hair tricks. <laughs> I know. That's pretty bad. <laughs> Welcome to 2017, everybody. Wait a minute. My, uh, as you can hear, Tony, my... Yeah, my, it's going off, bro. I finally got logged on to the internet on my stinking stink tablet. Oh, congratulations. And now everything in the last week is coming up suddenly. I know. It's good. In good. unison. <laughs> I have breaking news, though. Even more... If you don't think this world screwed up enough Turn with all the, the bullshit going on... I just get this story, breaking news. I know it's a couple days ago, but I didn't see this. And it's really the most disappointing story of the day other than the Robert Lee fiasco and all the other crap going on out there. Can I, According to Playboy. Yes, go what, ahead. What do you want me to do? No, 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 no. Yeah, lower I don't, I don't, I, Here's the question, and it's a question posed by Playboy, and I think it's an important one that probably supersedes anything else going on in this crazy world. Really? What do you got? Are boobs on the outs... I posted something on my... Yes. When? So... 
Millennials, according to Playboy, millennials are now not watching as much porn, and they're not. They have a rather well, quote, distinct generational trend regarding our cultural fondness for breasts. More reasons to hate millennials. It's what not the that, hell is wrong with these no, people? No, what Playboy is referring to is that more and more women are not opting to have fake implants. They're not ha- they're so the fake boobs. So the big boobs. They like a, people. Th- there's no problem with flaunting them if you've Don't got them. It. <laughs> but they're not opting to get the fake implants. Now, here's the Playboy story. The data reveals the younger the generation, the less interested they are in women's mammaries. The data exhibits young males aged 18 to 24 are almost 20% less likely to search for breast-related content on the site. Are these young, are these young straight males 18 to 24? Well, there was another story. The follow-up, there are no more straight males, according to Vice. I got you. See that okay, story? Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. So, wait, I got to explain. Go ahead. That means. We're just trying to bring you up to keep your of breast looking, up. Ah, I see what you did. I did that so Joe's not here. They so are Joe referring, Corsa would have dropped that one in if he were here. They're doing porn search norms. So, what do people normally look for when they're searching for porn or okay, for right. sexy photographs or stuff like so that? So, you mean like Jugs magazine is going to go out of business <laughs> yes. now? Big, biggins. 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 Now, buddy favorite. So, Remember Jugs? Yep. So what they're what they're referring to is that instead of looking for big boobs or you know large breasts, they are looking for other things, which I don't know if necessarily good things like good weed. I I don't know prescription. I I mean honestly, after talk, what are you looking for? (laughs) Companionship. What are you looking for? No, I'm saying that they're they've gone on to other types of. So it's next level. Like what? what I think it's next level because honestly now. Anything that you can possibly think of. I mean, go to the extreme, like the most crazy thing that you can possibly think of. It's there's porn on there for it. There's porn yeah. everywhere. And it, yeah, so when we were coming up with the name for my show, you type in the word fantasy, <laughs> and it is endless, my yeah. man. It was so funny because we were trying to come up with all these names, and everything that Luigi thought of, I'm like, ah, uh, no, nope, nope, nope. We were brainstorming nope. today. Nope. Sort of like what the ESPN management must have been doing when they sat around in one of the 52,000. 000- now, listen, let me just make this clear. I worked for ESPN for 10 years. And you loved it. And I love everybody there except the management. The problem with ESPN is not the employees. Right. It's the people who are the CYA generation. It was CY- not CYO, which is and the Christian Youth Organization. Now, did that start when you were there already? It started when Disney bought ESPN. Okay. And that's not a knock on Disney. I'm a shareholder. You know, we go and to we Disney love World. Disney World. And actually, when when you talk about Disney, there are different type because we were down at Disney yes. and we actually turned in a young lady who had a F it was spelled it was actually yes. spelled out F U T shirt. And we're like, you know what? She can't wear I that. Did. I did. I hate to do There's it. Too to many people. little kids here, man. Exactly. Yeah, this exactly. was a young chick. She was you like in her early that. 20s. She's wearing a shirt that said F something on. I don't even remember what no, it said. No, it's F U. You do realize and, uh, that like you're in Disney World and, uh, or Disneyland. Disneyland. And, and I'm like, found out, it looked like it looked like it was either hieroglyphics or like maybe a, a an Asian language um, above the top, spelling it out, and then underneath it, it said, that's "Go re- actually re- spelled re- out f u," and um, 
I saw that that's not appropriate. I then saw it first, I and I out- said somebody should call somebody and tell security. So then there's we- little kids here. It doesn't bother me. Right, you you could care less. But there's like eight year olds, seven year olds, three year olds walking around the young, whole place. Young, man. And they, she wasn't they, even hot, so I didn't really care. And they know how I to read. I would have gone up and said, "So hey, uh, you, you talking we, to me? We got security. You talking to and me? And he thanked us very much. And then we found out, you know what the what I. I didn't know how to read it. I didn't know what language it was. It was sign language, which makes it even worse. Sign language? Yes. That was... Um, Braille. They, no, it was It was the spelling out, like, for the, the sign language which emblems. Which Braille. No. Braille is a different uh, yeah, type feel, of wording. it's feeling the letters and it's like as Dawson opposed to that. obviously no, not seeing but, them. But, I, like, I, like, I like to... Me, personally, I like to just spell it out. Okay, shut the fuck up or go outside. Exactly. That's, that's the way I do it, though. But you do wear you a know, T-shirt. And we had her thrown the hell out of there. Or she had to change her shirt or go buy a really nice Disney shirt. Exactly. A Mickey Mouse flipping the bird shirt would have been a lot more appropriate than just F you. That's just plain goofy, Tony. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so, Let me get so, the rim shot here. I don't even have that shit ready. I got a rim shot. Give me a rim shot, man. I got it. But anyway, back to ESPN. I don't want to make a whole big deal of this. I've been on Twitter all day because I, I, I saw it last night. I actually was all over this last night when I first saw it because I thought it was a joke. Because nowadays you watch, you read news headlines. Well, it's all clickbait. All these websites and people who are trying to make money on the internet. I'm the only dope who doesn't do clickbaits on my I, website. I know, dude. You should be hitting I, I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to start posting deceptive headlines to get you to go into my website, TonyBrunoShow.com, to go watch something so I can make money. I'm the only dope not trying to capitalize on the stupidity of the American public. What does that say about me? Uh, you've been doing too much of that. Yeah, right. But anyway, so I worked at ESPN for 10 years. I was there back in the glory days in the 90s, and I'm proud of what I've done there. Started ESPN Radio. My, a lot of friends there, a lot of people that I've worked with that I respect and love and admire. I stay in, pardon me, content. There are a lot of people that still work there that are good, good friends. So this isn't about the worker bees. This is about, as I mentioned, the CYA generation. You know what CYA means, Luigi? It's not the Christian Youth Organization. That's the CYO. Uh, Do you ever play CYO ball, by the oh way? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes, I have played yeah. CYO ball. I went to St. Bart's. Exactly. That's good ball. Mayfair knowledge That's right, right man, there, Bo. I was playing center because I was too fat to play guard. <laughs> Do you know what CYA means, Robin? Uh, yeah, I do it a lot. It's the mentality <laughs> that is going on in corporate America with suits who are trying to save their asses and not be found out that they're stealing money for sitting in an office and doing jack shit all day while the worker bees go out there and churn out the product. These are the micromanaging slugs in Armani suits who sit around and have... Ask John Crock. John Crock left ESPN, and you know what his reason was? What was that, Tony? He got tired of the meetings. Yeah. Because they have meetings to have another meeting to set up when they're going to meet again. Because all these executives, <laughs> all these executives have to prove their value. They have to prove their worth. So you got 15 producers who have to answer to 15 uh, executive producers who have to answer to 16 department heads, and they all sit around in a circle, jerk, in a stupid big conference room with little notepads and try to decide how they're going to change the world today by giving you some damn update on stinking Colin Kaepernick. That's what they do. And then everybody's in lockstep. So there's no different opinions because they're all on the same page. So when one douchebag says, hey, you know, Virginia UVA, man, those kids are stupid, man. They're dopes. 
I mean, they get to trigger it at the least thing. We better cover the statues. They're going to go and riot because we've got Robert Lee, not Bob Lee, who does Outside the Lines, who's a great friend of mine and has been at ESPN since day one. Bob Lee can't be confused with Robert Lee, no. even though his name is Bob Lee. He spells it L-E-Y, but it's pronounced Bob Lee, who's one of the great journalists at ESPN. But we have an Asian-American guy, young kid, does some college football for us. And guess what? I just looked at the upcoming college football schedule, and it's coming up soon. And all of our college football people are going crazy. They're going to get a polls. We're going to put out the college polls. We're going to tell you who's going to win the, the, the Division 16 and the NAIA. <laughs> and who's going to win in Vermont. And who's going to be subject to who's going to go? Who's going to go do that Patriot League game next weekend? So Robert Lee, no relation, of course, because he's an Asian American. And ESPN breaking news has still not discovered that L-E-E is a common name in the Asian American community. <laughs> and then Reuters of all of all organizations, Reuters. Not The Onion, not Gawker, which has been shut down for a year after having their pants sued off for trying to destroy people's lives to get clicks. Not those douchebags. We're talking about Reuters, an international news organization, which had three bogus headlines today and not only got the whole Robert Lee thing wrong, they first referred to the story as about 12, about 18 hours after the fact with breaking news what do they have, like three reporters in a closet in London somewhere? They said, I want to get the exact quote. They said ESPN. Uh, doppelganger. It was something ESPN, about doppelganger. Uh, ESPN transfers uh, Robert E. Lee doppelganger to another game. And I saw that. I'm like, doppelganger? Did you Robert Lee, the play-by-play announcer, is Asian. Robert E. Lee the Confederate general who suddenly became racist in the last two weeks. He looks absolutely nothing. The doppelganger for a nitwit who's ever spent 16 minutes in school paying attention to a history class or a... Well, that's the problem right there. Well, that's right. We don't teach history anymore. No, we don't. Doppelganger means what, Luigi? means the person's identical lookalike. Exactly. Like people say, I am... Heisenberg's doppelganger. Correct. Right. That's what doppelganger means. It has Somebody nothing who to do like with a name. It has to do with the look. So after the they face. were humiliated on the internet, when I told them, please delete your account to try to help them, I was just trying to help them at Reuters. So what do they do? Some genius in charge there decides we better change it because we're getting destroyed by anybody above the age of six who knows what doppelganger means. So they change it to ESPN uh, uh, transfers Robert E. Lee namesake to another game. <laughs> namesake. It's a joke, dude. It's, just, it's a total joke. It's it's Reuters, right. please. It is, it please, Reuters. I know you've been doing it a long time. Just shut down the account, okay? Maybe, I'll, I'll give you a break. Just don't do any more news updates tonight. Just take a break. Tell everybody to go home. Chill. Get a nice bottle of Earthquakes in from Michael and David Winery. Pour yourself a nice, healthy glass. Like I'm doing right now. <laughs> right, right, right now. That's like, right. Just like that. And let the juice yes. get you loose, brother. That's it, man. Swirl it around a little bit. Let it breathe. Oxidate. Let, let those babies breathe. Unlike the, except for the millennials. That's something millennials aren't going to say. <laughs> they let the puppies let breathe. Let those puppies breathe. 
That's one shirt that millennials will not buy. So if you're trying to sell T-shirts to millennials, do not try to sell those. Let those puppy breeds. Yeah. And oh, by the way, do not invite millennials to the Mardi Gras because the sight of women pulling up their T-shirts for beads during the Mardi Gras will offend 18 to 24-year-old males. Well, that's sexist. It is? Uh, I'm then sure why that do women ask for it then? Why I'm, do women demand beads? I am sure that that is a very, uh, according to some people, would be seen as sexist. It is? Would? Yeah. Although, I am <laughs> fine. breaking news right there. <laughs> I am totally fine with men Thank you. dropping trowel so that they can I'll get beads as well. I'll, listen, I because told it, our friend Gianna, who's one of our great listeners on Twitter, you know Gianna? You met yeah. her. She was yeah. a chickies and But wait, and wait, wait. i got to finish my thought. Okay, I don't want to forget about Gianna. No, okay, don't Greg, forget about Gianna. But I think, personally, I think they should make it a competition. If men drop trow, it would be really cool to try to, like, l- not lasso. Get the beads? But get the beads, like, hooked over. So you want everybody hard. That's actually Shannon. easier than trying to put the little, the little uh, circles on the milk bottles at the carnival. You ever try those things? Absolutely. Yeah, well, that, game's, that game's fixed, though, man. Yeah, Move it up. fixed. But, I mean, th- just think about it. Like, you could, like, win extra points if you if You, you think guys would it. not do that? Of course they would. I think they should. You know the and then there would be no guys, issue. Though? Guys wouldn't be able to get it erect enough to throw the beads on Especially it. after they've they, been drinking so exactly. much. Exactly. <laughs> well, they'd, they'd be more wasted. But that that I, I, I got a problem. Us. I have a problem with that. But then, I'm telling you, like liquor numbs it. That's it, man. Go jump it. Think about it. Then Viagra sales would skyrocket. In New Orleans for Mardi Gras, because then they could, you know, stay up all night long, or at least Took for four hours. Richie, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, on the phone, I got I got some people that that friendly friends of yours on the phone. I have uh, Cindy and Kirk. Oh, oh, yes. they're down there in the, down in Assateague. Yeah, or they're in Chinkatig. Say it right. Chinkatig. Chinkatig. You know what they don't care about down there. Nothing, nothing, home boy. <laughs> exactly. They didn't care about nothing. Because when you guys came back, you know, you, I was like, what'd you guys do? You're like, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. It was you awesome. You know what they care about? What do they care about? Checking the tide to see if they could take the boat out and go and look at the wild ponies over at Assateague Island. Or go down and check out the ponies down there in Chincoteague over at the fairgrounds. Not called the fairgrounds. Now, what do they call that? Don't forget about the woman that you were wanting, Gianna. Gianna. I was talking about prom- promiscuity. Oh. She was talking earlier about, you know, guys were hitting on her because she's an attractive woman. Right. And then she was talking about, you know, I'm not going to, guys, security guards, I'm paraphrasing her. Security guard at my work today said that, uh, wanted to know if I would go to the Eagles exhibition game with him. I said, preseason games, just the tip. That's what she wrote. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. So I said, no, not me. I don't, I don't give it up until it's a regular season game and it counts. <laughs> And then we, we're going back and forth, and you know, and then typical guys get involved in the conversation. Because I always like to start the con- Everybody talks about, let's start the conversation. I'm always ready to start the conversation. And if I don't start it, I'm ready to continue that conversation. Gotcha. Regardless of what it is. By the way, we have tons of people that are tuning in on Facebook, Twitter, and et cetera. Uh, but here, Will- William Cullen, regarding your earlier uh, rants, said another, yeah, another classic Bruno Hulk out. Hulk, I know, but it was my vein. Were my vein, was I going more? My no, you're good. Yeah, no, you're okay. They weren't completely popping. They were swelling, but not popping. Well, it's good to be swollen. I'm swole. swole. Well, I used to be swollen. But now let's go to the phone. Now I'm just lit. Now you lit. Seven lit seven. as. <laughs> you've, been, you've been and lit as. And most importantly, night. I've been woke since five o'clock this morning. Stay Seven one seven three six three Tony. Seven one seven three six three. 
Stay woke, don't stay woke. Eight six six nine. I said it on Twitter today. And I've been it. on Twitter. I've been going crazy on Twitter. You've been Twitter. active as hell, I've man. I've been active. I've been more active than Donald Trump on Twitter. I don't know if that's possible, <laughs> but, 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 but you challenged that today, brother. You have challenged that today. Seriously. You've like, been funnier. Know. I'll give you that. You've been yeah. funnier. Definitely funnier. <laughs> Tony's tweets have been uh, trending. I mean, that's how much he's been on. What's the term we use? We, you've, been a, you've been a lightning rod. Tony. Yes. That's no, a lightning rod. It's been a lightning rod. Lightning round, but we don't do those No, anymore. we don't do lightning on this show. No, no, lightning But anyway, we'll talk more, and let's go to the phones, though, because people want to talk. We got some great updates tonight, too. What do you got? Including the new website I'm going to announce I'm launching tonight. Oh, Jesus Christ. I got a new <laughs> website, and I'll have another ESPN update for you. And again, I'm, I'm, I, I, get, I have a pension from ESPN. All right, I put in my time. I'm a right. pensioned ESPN employee. So this isn't some axe to grind. You know, I had a great 10 years there. So it's not like I hate ESPN and oh, I'm not going to watch him anymore. This oh. has nothing to do with ESPN. It has to do with Which, any what, management that yeah, has and, this. And, and employees get cut. The problem is whenever companies announce cutbacks, they don't cut the management people. They huh. cut the worker bees. That's what they do. They cut the right. people who produce the content, not the jackasses who sit in the offices and, and, and have circle jerks and by the way, trying to decide what to do. Can I just say, I mean, I have absolutely no idea if this is true or not, but I have a suspicion that there was not a female on the management team because a woman would have said, hey, if we think that this might be a problem, how about if we just call him Bob for the night? No, you don't do that. You respect the guy. Now there are reports. Oh, so now, getting uh, putting him off no, the show the is thing. better. Anybody thinks that, that that Rob I don't know Robert Lee, the uh, the play-by-play guy. He does college games. He's a young guy trying to make his name. And listen, you do college football on ESPN, whether it's on ESPN. It's a big ESPN deal. Too. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it's a you're big looking deal. to make your yes. name and get some experience and have people recognize you. And for Asian Americans, you know, who are, are infiltrating, and I hate to use the word infiltrating, they're starting to make inroads in the media because there has been definite. You know, it's just uh, like African-Americans and against women. Asian-Americans Absolutely. in the so sports you look, industry. If, and you want to be one of these social justice warriors like ESPN and all these other people who think that they're fixing the world because they're pointing out all the problems that somehow have just surfaced after hundreds of years. You don't use an Asian guy whose last name is Lee to try to prove that you are fighting for social justice because you are basically saying... To the, to the students at the University of Virginia in Charlottesville that you are so stupid, so triggered, so infantile, so stupid beyond belief that you would see an Asian guy doing your game whose name is Robert Lee and automatically decide to go out and tear down the campus. That's how stupid this is. That's what they're saying. They're saying that the stupid kids... Going to a damn college football crap game with watching their crap team at Virginia are going to go so crazy. They're going to be so drunk anyway, they don't give a crap. Virginia football stinks, by the way. They stink they, out loud. They do stink. They should give them a heads up. I think this place is restricted, Wang, so don't tell me you're Jewish. Exactly. <laughs> That's what got me outraged. It's not a good, I'm not, I, I look for outrages when I see right. outrages. Yep. I don't make up outrages. You didn't have to look for this one, Tony. This one was right in front of everyone's no, face. This is ridiculous, man. And here's the sad thing. I think that... How is it even legal, women, women No pun intended. How is it even legal? Gonna spin How is it legal? It? Women have fair. actually had a better inroad in sports than Asian Americans, if I'm not mistaken. 
I don't know what the statistics are, but you turn on sports How many Chinese and Asian Americans are named Lee, though? That's what I mean. No, They're but <laughs> what I'm saying is that if you think about sports casters and sports in general, people that are on TV, there are probably, I, I don't know the statistics of this, but from what I know, there are more women and there are more other types of minorities yeah, than Yeah, there's plenty. Of, there's, there's a lot of African-American women on television, and yeah. that's great. There are a lot of Asian-American women on television. But that's it, great. But not a... But, but when you start using an Asian-American and put him up... Now, let me re, again, let me explain this, because we, we were talking about before. I want to get this out of the way. They were saying, ESPN management, that he went to them and said, so that this doesn't become a big deal. That is not what they said originally. No, but now they're going to spin it out. Oh, yeah, now they're spinning it that way. I don't know what way. the truth is, because I, was, I haven't talked to Robert Lee, but, and, and people were tweeting me today saying he should sue them. He's not going to sue them. Because he would be out of a job. No, they wouldn't fire him, because then he could sue them. If he sued, the, you know, if he... But it, but it would certainly hamper his No, I think it would help him. But I would, he's not going to sue for one reason. Why? They called him in and they talked about it. I don't think they... What is there to talk about? So if, if I'm Robert Lee, I'm sitting there going, okay, you said everything you have to say, right? Okay. I have zero, absolutely zero to do with anything that happened in the Civil War. Okay? I have nothing to do with Robert Lee. And you want me to resign and or fire no, me? No, 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 They, no, no, they no, assigned no, no. him to another but what game. What I'm saying is you want, to get, you, want, you want to move my game because of my name. No. But they're saying that he went into them... That is, n- but no. That is what I'm telling you what now. people are now. What, what the apologists are saying. I know. Okay, I don't know what. The, let me just be fair. I don't know what the truth is. Okay, I don't know whether he went to them or they went to him. My suspicion, working at ESPN during the micromanaging era, which led to me eventually leaving in 1999, 2000, right. was they sat down. I'm telling what I said earlier. They sat down. College football's around the corner. Sure. And they were trying to think of. We got to make sure we don't have any incidents. But for fans holding up profane signs on college game day, that's not a problem. Right. No, that's fine. People, in t- uh, you know, slipping a sign up at the last minute, hoping they can get on game day with some profane sign. And then they can say, oh, well, you know, we didn't know it was coming. You know, that's, it, it, it's imbecilic for anybody with any brain to think that this is not something that was cooked up in an ESPN boardroom, conference room meeting. That's what I'm saying. And, I, and then people were telling me, I don't know what. I've worked at ESPN for eight years. I used to do a meeting before a seven-hour radio show. And then at 1 a.m. when we got done doing a seven-hour show. Had to go do a meeting. We would go do a meeting to break down how the good meeting. the seven-hour show was and what the weak points and the strong points were. After we were there 12 hours. That's you know what the meetings consisted of? Yeah, that Peter Gammon segment. That was good tonight in the first hour. That was good. In the second hour, we... Uh, <laughs> No, Chris I mean, Mortensen was on. When, when you know, I would have asked him. I would have asked, and Ed would have their notepads. Them, oh, you know, I would have asked him this, uh, but uh, you know, it's still a good segment. So the last that's oh, what we would do oh. when we were absolutely. Are you kidding me? Shot, dead shit, shot. tired. <laughs> Everybody wanted to go back to my hotel room for the Bruno Bash, legendary, by the way, in Bristol, Connecticut, at the Radisson Inn, <laughs> with a bathtub full of beer that an intern would go and procure during the day and fill up my bathtub in my hotel That's room fantastic. with cheap beer and ice. We had Natty Light, little Milwaukee's Whatever best. Whatever we could get for cheap, we, we would chip in. I, I wait. <laughs> <laughs> so we would chip in. I told you after seven hours and have to do a two-hour impromptu meeting afterwards. Then whatever, we'd go whatever. Out there and we would go. I gotta, I gotta give a shout out to Mark. Swiderski oh, yeah, he was that was a great Bruce Lee is also a well-known Confederate. Well, con- I mean, we could go on and on and on. <laughs> By the way, I have learned now through my sources deep within the ESPN community 
unnamed sources, to quote the New York Times and the Washington Post, because unnamed sources are good now, that Robert Lee has now not been, the, the edict has been thrown down. We need to go. I'm going to go to the phone. Let me just finish the story. No, no, no. I was looking at Rob. I was just talking to you, bro. You do whatever you got to do. ESPN has now issued another uh, release tonight. Sark. Robert Lee will now, for his own safety, will not do a game north of the Mason-Dixon line. For his own safety and the safety of America. It's a joke. So that joke. no more people will wear gas masks and kick hand grenades. Or, or I'm sorry. Uh... What were the grenades? Smoke, smoke Not grenade. Not smoke. Tear, uh, gas. tear gas, tear gas. So that a guy who has the money to go out and buy a tear gas mask who is causing problems in Arizona kicks the tear gas mask back to the police and then gets shot in the nuts by a rubber bullet. But luckily, Colin Kaepernick rushes out and rescues this poor unarmed man who was smart enough to go out and buy an expensive gas mask but stupid enough not to wear a cup <laughs> in a riot that he was trying to incite. But they're blaming the police now. They'll blame the police because some jerk off with a gas mask. Why do you wear a gas? Why do you take a gas mask out in public? I don't know, Tony. Because you have an intention of getting in trouble. That's why, right? Yeah. Well, you, the- you take a gas mask to go out and um, peacefully protest. You take a gas mask as when you're a thug and you want to go out there and start shit. But then when police shoot tear gas to get your lame uh, jorts wearing ass out of the way and then you try to kick the gas canister back to the police you're going to get your ass shot with a rubber bullet right in the gonads bitch and that punk did but luckily Colin Kaepernick still unemployed was there to save the day go watch the video this isn't my opinion <laughs> these are documented facts now let's go to the phones we do have plenty of calls. So oh, let's... no. Cindy's all upset. Her call dropped. No, call us back. That's all right. Well, you know what? We're going to go to Ed, uh, we're gonna go to Ed from Detroit first. He wants to talk about Robert Lee. Since we're talking about Robert Lee, we'll talk Which about Robert Lee. Which one now? Robert E. Lee? Robert Lee, the broadcaster? Does anybody know the actual general, the historical figure as anybody except for Robert E. Lee? No. 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 No one's calling him Bobby you know Lee. No one's calling they, him no. nothing. If I were in that ESPN meeting, and I've done this at ESPN meetings, I would have said, how about just for this game? We call him Robert S. Lee or Robert B. Lee. Right. As in Bruce Lee. Say his name is Robert Bruce Lee. Oh, yeah, that would be good. Then maybe the UABA students would calm their asses down and just get drunk and go watch a meaningless Saturday college crappy football game in your crappy little stadium in Charlottesville where the only people care about two things. Dave Matthews and where they're going to get some wine. Damn right. That's all they care about down there. Or cheap grass. That's all they care about. Oh, Hootie's kind of big down there, too. Hootie's big, but you know who's big down there? Who? Dave Matthews. Dave, well, Matthews is huge. He owns like half of the area. And you know who owns else? A lot of big property in Charlottesville? Who? Howie Long. Huh? I did not know that. Remember I talked about the Super Bowl? But he said he moved out of there. He went and moved to Arizona because it's too cold in Charlottesville (laughs) in the winter. (laughs) But anyway, let's go to the phones. So we go to the Motor City where they're now. Hello, everybody. Who is this now? Ed? Ed from Detroit, Michigan. How are you, Ed? What's going on tonight, man? Thanks for calling in. Oh, good. Uh, a couple things I want to uh, talk about with the Robert Lee situation. Uh, I what I've been seeing this past day, this has become one of going to be one of the biggest PR nightmares for ESPN. I mean, it's it's just a huge backlash. And, and what I was going to ask you guys about is. What is what? 
the damage control, what can ESPN do? The only thing I could think of would be to promote Robert Lee and give him something like maybe doing pregame for Ohio State or something like that. But I was just curious. I uh, wanted to know from you guys what kind of damage control. I don't. I, do you this see is going to put ESPN. Good, good question, Ed. But this isn't going to put ESPN under. Well, people cut the cord. You know, people are on Twitter. I'll never watch them again. And people are. If the game's on ESPN Monday Night Football and, and you want to watch it, you're going to watch it. I don't. I don't boy. I don't call for boycotts. I don't say, don't watch ESPN anymore because of this, this, and this. I'm not going to stop watching football games because athletes want to sit down or kneel. Who gives a crap? I watch a game because I want to watch the game. Do I like it? No. But here's the. Uh, but to me, this will pass, like everything else does. The news cycle, like la- people's attention spans are shorter than the solar eclipse. Pretty people much. can't pay attention for two minutes and 50 seconds, let alone for two days and 50 seconds. So this will pass by, and they'll be, you know, they'll do. I, I guarantee you this. I didn't know because I didn't listen. I guarantee you, none of the ESPN-owned owned radio stations today discuss this topic. I may be wrong. If anybody knows, if they, I guarantee you, Mike Missinelli here in Philadelphia on 97.5, which is an ESPN affiliate, I don't know this to be true, so I don't want to accuse anybody. I bet you he didn't spend little, if any, time discussing this today. Yeah, I, I don't, and I don't think they're going to do anything to kind of like... No, they're not going to To be pass. like, hey, thanks for being a good soldier, pardon the pun kind of thing, to Robert Lee. Like, you know... We're, we're taking you off the University of Virginia game, but we're going to give you the Ohio State game just for being the good boy that, we'll you know. We'll give you a Patriot this is what I could Exactly. See. This is what I could see happening. However, I could see that if there is enough, which it is turning out to be. No, I don't ba- die No, down, no, listen. Be enough of a backlash regarding this, they're going to maybe reconsider. Miss Anelli was all over it today, by the way. Oh, okay, I just wanted to check. I don't want to accuse yep. people of saying something, but... I know how ESPN works. They, they, I guarantee you, Mike and Mike, I shouldn't say I guarantee because I didn't hear it. Well, who I don't knows? know I if mean, they it, discussed it. It's something might, that has to be discussed. It does. He stuck it has up for the be. decision. That's what Mike did. He stuck up for, the, for ESPN's decision well, to take him off. Greeny did. Well, of, of course, course he, he did. Greeny is. Of course is. he's no, going to do it. did. That's what I was saying. Oh. Oh, he, Mike uh, Missinelli? Yeah, he stuck up for it. Really? Well, he is a social justice warrior and exactly. a man who has fixed the world's <laughs> problems. Not all his show at a time. Not all heroes wear capes, Tony. Exactly. So basically, he towed the company line. Correct. Even, and, it, it, interestingly, because he's never had a job at ESPN, he's never been on ESPN radio except maybe on a couple of local stations that call him, but he's going to defend ESPN in this. Well, it's indefensible. I'm sorry. And I have tenure at ESPN. Mike Missanelli doesn't get a check from ESPN. I, I do. So if he wants to play Mr. Hero, I thought he was... How is he, how is he defending a company that is using a, an Asian American as an example of trying to calm down the lunacy of the people out there who have gone apeshit crazy over political correctness. And it's amazing. Ed Rendell, the former governor of Pennsylvania, who's a Democrat and a very strong liberal, yep. he wrote a book called We Become a Nation of Wusses, yep. right? And now the nation of wusses is exposing itself every day. And listen, there are th- I, I believe in justice and fairness, but when you're going to be a social justice kingpin and then... Cure or the cure everything that's wrong in the world, and then and then defend a company confusing an Asian American guy with a saying that people are too stupid to understand that an Asian American broadcaster would somehow be confused by name only with a Confederate general just shows you how how what depths these idiotic I'm smarter than you douchebags 
Why they have zero respect, in my opinion. I have zero respect. It's funny to me too. For anybody who defended this decision, you're a coward. You're a gutless pig, and you should not be allowed to give any opinions. You you basically don't want free speech. You want everybody to think the way you do. Exactly. That's not free That's speech. What it's about. That's not freedom of speech, man. Everybody that wants to start a conversation never wants to hear the other side of the conversation. That's, you ever notice that? I, I've always said that. I said people will go out there, right? They can say whatever they want, but then they act shocked and appalled when you say something that doesn't agree with them. Well, you can't, that's here's not the, the way it works, no, no, though. Here's the problem. I mean, I think that because I studied this extensively in college, and it's something very, very difficult because there's a lot of things out there that people say that are horrendous. And you're like, why are you allowed to say that? And I studied free speech and why it is in this country and why we are different than almost every other country out there. If you go to most countries in the world, they do not have what the United States have, has, which is true free speech. And unfortunately, because of the fact that we have this very, very unique, full-on free speech, other than if it's going to cause somebody harm, you have to take both the good and the bad. Well, remember, there's Period. no two sides anymore now. It's only one well, side. Well, but that's what I'm saying is that, that most people... I like two sides. When I go to, when I go to uh, Boston Market, I need two sides. Yeah. I don't want one side. But here, but you get the combo platter with the two sides. You what, get two what, sides. what do you usually get? You get I got to get a little cream spinach. Got to get the cream spinach. And sometimes, here, depending on the mood, the vegetable I can go, medley or I can no, the vegetable medley is usually overcooked. They're boiled. Yeah, you got to go like mac and cheese. Mushy. Depending on how it looks, if it's been there like four hours, you don't want the mac and cheese. You, you go stuffing. I go stuffing sometimes. If I have the turkey instead of the chicken, gotta go. Stuffing. Gotta go stuffing. You realize that Ed's still potatoes. on the phone. Oh, I'm sorry, Ed. <laughs> And you still there, man? I'm oh, sorry. no problem. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I will make one last comment. What the, the lady is saying is so true, and I tell a lot of people this is... Wait a minute, that ain't no lady. That's Miss Robin Austin on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. With our, Bill of, with our Bill of Rights and Constitution, I will take these freedoms and the problems that come with it versus countries that say, like, for example, Cuba, oh, we don't have the problems like the United States has. Well, yeah, you don't have those freedoms. It's unfortunate. I don't like certain things with, that, you know, uh, free speech when you have a white supremacist group, for example. I agree. Or, they should all, I said uh, it on the show last week. They should be beaten ones, down. But, you know, the, these are things that happen. We, we, unfortunately, there's problems that come along with our freedoms. You know, we got to understand no that. And, and that's it, why we can do these shows right. and have different opinions. And and that's, people can disagree. And that's the thing that I was just saying is that people that have not studied yeah. the actual sense of free speech, the terminology, what it is that we fought for to be able to have these freedoms in this country, do not understand that you have to take the good with the bad. You cannot selectively choose what you like and what you don't no like. No one has been saying selective morality longer than I have I know. on radio and television. No one. And it's more prevalent than ever. People pick and choose what they think is right and wrong based on what their beliefs and, are. Well, and here's the problem. There's right and wrong. Because if you, there's, no, there's no middle ground. No. But what the problem is is that people are misconstruing the advocates of free speech, such as, well, I'll mention you, Tony, that, that have said... You know, because you're a journalist, you understand the importance. Well, I'm not of an racist, acting journalist, but, but I still, still have that journalistic that, that journalistic intent. It's and if you 
start, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm suddenly not thinking of the English word. I only can think of the Dutch word right now. Give me um, the Dutch word. It may sound better. <laughs> but I mean, if you if if you start um, keeping people quiet because you don't stifling, you stif- mean? Yes. If you start telling them that they can't say what they want just because you don't like it, what means what what changes ten years down the road when there is a different milieu? That, milieu, I like it. I that that is, that Robin's pulling out the whole arsenal. Right? I bet suddenly, you the new milieu will like Bresto better than the milieu. Probably so. I mean, that's ridiculous. And suddenly, what you're saying, <laughs> see, this is what people don't understand. Tides change. It's constantly shifting Twice a day, back and Robin, forth. By the way, actually and four times. If, you got two high tides. And you got if, low you, if you don't like what people are saying now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, it might be that they don't like what you're saying, and they're the ones that are going to be the majority. And so you cannot have it both ways. Well, I like to have it both ways. I like to have it every which way but loose, to quote the great Clint Eastwood. I Actually, and so I quote, absolutely despise I, I, what... White supremacists and all these, you know, the, these these people that are anti-Jewish and anti-Semites. And, in and fact, I went out this weekend and looked for put, put for tiki torches. Go find tiki torch. Go you I know. I didn't want to buy one. I wanted to go and find. Anytime I saw a tiki torch, I always had a baseball bat and I was going to knock it down. It's awful. I mean, what they're saying is absolutely place, stupid, horrible, bites. ignorant, everything that you can possibly think of. But unfortunately, you got to let them be able to say it. But here's the thing: Have you seen all those? clean-cut, idiotic Nazis that were in Charlottesville again since that idiotic night? Well, they're probably hiding in a rock somewhere. I no, don't know. If they're, that, if they're these vocal crazies, and they are, how come we don't see them everywhere? How come we only saw them that one night? We should say goodbye to Ed so that he's not constantly being held. I'm sorry, Ed. Anything else you'd like to add to this? Because <laughs> I'm lit tonight. It's a hot button. Uh, I'm lit tonight. Uh, no, no, the only thing I would add is is is, is Robin was right as when it, on, uh, on the free speech as far as the line gets drawn when it comes to uh, uh, you know condoning violence like you can inside a riot. But the other controversy with the free speech where there's been a lot of regulation and, and I'm curious your guys' comment is the quote unquote a protection of minors, you know, from certain uh, curse words that can't be used on the radio and certain types of those days sexual, are gone, though, man. Uh, those content, days are gone. You know, can't be discussed. But that's been a kind of a controversy with free speech, and, and that to me, I, I you know, I'm kind of uh, on the fence with this protection of minors. I think it gets overdone. But I'm curious if I can get your guys' thought on that when you're talking about the free speech uh, well, thank topic you. here. I appreciate. It. Thanks for calling in, listening in from Detroit tonight. I thank sure. you. Sure. You know, the bottom mm-hmm. line is when you know when my kids when the internet first started in the '80s. My kids were in high school. They were still in school. And I remember getting the compact Presario all in one. That was the first. It was like three grand back in the 80s. And you just started getting dial-up internet, which I believe we still have on the show. Because yeah, <laughs> we like to kick it old school here. And I remember them. You know, there wasn't porn. There wasn't the, all the sites that are available now. You know, you, kids, parents hand their kids tablets now to go away, right? What do, what do parents do when they got stuff going on? Eh, go take your tablet. Go in your bedroom. You don't know what those kids are watching. You don't know what they're doing. And so to be able to access, he sees playing the dial-up, Robin. See, this is what happens when we lose the, the signal. I'm waiting for you to pick up on it, Robin. Robin, see, I said we, there was dial-up. Remember when you used to download something? <laughs> she dialed up like, the middle well, my kids used to do homework, and they used to yeah. look for pictures. Dad, get like, off the phone! <laughs> no, no, that, that was a party line. That was my era. I'm talking about my kids' eras who are now in their 30s. You cannot send someone a private message because they're sending you one, and you haven't got it yet. No, like when you download a picture to do homework, 
and it would take like an hour. For yeah, because you see that picture coming across the board. You would have to, you know, you like, wow, go look, up and I got half of a picture of George Washington now. Little do I know, in 20 years he'll be racist. <laughs> but I got to download it now for my homework. Let it develop, Tony. It's a developing. You know, situation. it's interesting because obviously. <laughs> I did not grow up in this country. I grew up in a country which I haven't had, grown up anywhere yet, and I will not allow that to happen. I grew up in a country that, as far as taboos are concerned, was a country a that was it's a much it's a more open. Um, and I think I've mentioned this before, but most people are just astounded. Um, that I grew up in a country where when I was in junior high and high school, we had co-ed dressing rooms for gym. We had co-ed showers for gym. There were separate showers if you so chose to that you wanted some privacy, but if you didn't feel the need, you just showered together. No big deal. There was on, on regular primetime TV... It didn't start till after 6 o'clock. Prior to 6 p.m., there was small children's programming, and it was different than after 6 p.m. where they, they ran Full-fledged nudity. No, yeah. they, they, Excuse they me ran... While I, whip I think they were running those uh, Manuel movies, Emmanuel and <laughs> Rotterdam. No, that was after did. 10 p.m. Oh. <laughs> Emmanuel at the Rotterdam. But they did. They did run those, <laughs> and it was on regular TV. Absolutely. And I remember staying up for a couple of those. I snuck the little tiny black black and white TV in wow. my room to watch them. But they... Um, they Manuel Rotterdam. That's <laughs> Rotterdam. Their, How do you their, say it, Robin? Huh? Rotterdam. Rotterdam, I'm sorry. On, no, on, Notre Dame. On their uh, regular commercial, there was a condom commercial. I don't remember if it was Trojan or whatever, um, that showed... It was like uh, one of those continuing commercials that was like almost like a little mini soap opera. Um, so there was like four different commercials. And How so many? How many different commercials? I, I believe, exactly. Uh, like it would, you, they would play one commercial and then there would be some other commercials and then they would play another one and then a couple of other ones later so that you finally, by the time you saw all four of them, you got the full story. You, you, know, know, what, the, you know what a lot of commercials are played? Wait, let me right. finish the damn story. Before How long I, is a story? Is this no, war and peace? This was a condom commercial. It's very important because I remember a lot of it. Nobody uses condoms. Sure, they do. I do. And then you use one or get one. And I have to double sack smart. it these days, though, man. Yeah. I mean, I got double. Back. I got a funny story, but I actually bought the wrong ones. Anybody that's <laughs> smart still uses. You know them. how expensive it is to use two magnums at the same time. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really expensive. Anyway, it that was. It should be Seven eighty-eight to three I pack, bro. Clearly, <laughs> seven eighty-eight to three. I want to say that I was probably eleven or twelve when these first came out, and it was a. Uh, Couple, it was not even a couple. It was a girl that you saw packing for her vacation in Spain, and then there was another guy that was packing for his vacation in Spain. And both of them made sure that they, at the very last minute, put condoms in their bag. Good. And then you see them going, and then they, you see them setting up a campsite, and then they, and the next commercial they meet in a club, and they're flirting, and then the final commercial is them in a tent. And they're actually, you see the whole full-on silhouette, you know, the, like the light shining, mm -hmm. the silhouette of her putting a condom on his erect penis. Dude. Okay. We'll do it Can live. you even imagine having that here <laughs> well, in the United States? Well, now they just do it in a Walmart parking lot. Exactly. But, but we'll have that story We're later. We're doing the Air Express or something like that. I think that the problem with the United States is the selective morality in so many different things. There are all sorts of things that are okay, but there are other things that are not. And um, what they should just 
think about is that kids are going to. What do you, what do you got, Tone? Kids are gonna. Kids are gonna find out no matter what. Explain it to them. Don't be so freaking. Have that conversation. Weird. Yes. Have that. We gotta have a lot of conversations. Let me just tell you that right now. We talk. Oh, oh wait, Jesus Christ, Tony. Boa. Oh, wait, it, it, just, it just switched. It just, oh, I, damn it, Robin. No. No, damn it, Robin. What did she do to you, Tony? She did nothing. Our good friend, Barbecue Beef Balboa. I got to find it now. I was trying to hold it up to the camera so people watching on Facebook Live can see it. But Barbecue Beef Balboa is a genius, and he is pro- among the fastest Photoshop guys on Earth. Now I just lost it. Now I don't know where it is. Oh, here it is. He sent a picture of me. It says, remembering the ESPN days, Tony Bruno. I don't know if you can see this. Tell me if you can see it, Robin. Get it in the shot, in the camera angle. There's me remembering my ESPN days. Did you see that shot? Oh, oh it's Tony, beautiful. It's me in a beautiful. bathtub full of beers. Hold on a second. And I'm not making that up. Is that, is that the, that, what was that? Is yeah. that the Hub Motel? Where, where, where no, is that? Was the old that's the Bruno address. Bash. But that's not really. That's just a Photoshop. I know, by I, know way. I know, Tony. But you can ask anybody. You've talked, read all the ESPN books that have been written about ESPN. Where they have the fat, the uh, those guys or whatever. They, there's there's two or three ESPN books, and I'm in every single one of them because I was there at the beginning of ESPN and Radio. And you used to have the Bruno Bash. And the Bruno Bash <laughs> is legendary. So this isn't me making up or embellishing some story. This is the way we roll back in the '90s. It's how we roll. Exactly. It's a beautiful thing. By the way, I, I, everybody's got tickets for the Powerball, right? You know what else I bought today? Even though I've, I've avowed and sworn. <gasps> what are you gonna do with a two dollars? You can't win nothing like that, though, man. This is Tony's lucky number, though. Look, 13. that's lucky thirteen. Not the ball. I know your birthday corner. and everything. I know. But look, I bought five in a row. No, I bought. Wait, you're supposed to only buy four. No, no, I one. Bought, in, it's usually like one in every four wins. So, you so buy I bought five. five tickets. Okay. So this is the only. And if I don't win anything in these five tickets, I will march to the Pennsylvania Lottery headquarters and burn that bitch down. After the show. Well, there's an affiliate right there of a Packer we can get to in about 10 minutes. Well, we'll go there. Yeah, we can go there. Wherever I have to go, I'm going to march on that place, and then I'm going to demand that the Pennsylvania Lottery and Governor Tom Wolf shut it down because it's a fraud. It is a fraud. By the way. Keep on scratching. And by the way, if the Pennsylvania Lottery benefits older Americans or older Pennsylvanians, how come I ain't seen jack shit to benefit me? I'm an older Pennsylvanian now. I ain't got squat from the Pennsylvania Lottery. And I support them every day. And I, <laughs> so You support single women, too, every day, so that's a different thing. Well, hey, people got to eat. <laughs> damn right. Tony, speaking of that. Speaking of ESPN, <laughs> yes. I might just, I, I'm working on it right now, I might have somebody special call in. I'm not even going to tell you who it is. Well, uh, we have a lot of special people calling into the show right now. Like one person, Phil from Kentucky, wants to talk a little college football action because we were just on that. So. By the way, what about Cindy and uh, Kurt? They're there too, but Phil. I know I got to get them on right Phil, away. No, Phil's been holding, man. They've been holding down. I will stay, stay with them for a few days. They let me stay in their house. But they hung up, man. Phil didn't let me stay they in their house. They didn't hang up. They got cut off. Are they back on? They're back on. Let's let me put them on. These so. are like this is like VIPs. These aren't. With all due respect for Phil in Kentucky, <laughs> I don't give a crap about college football right now. We don't care about college football in Philadelphia. You races against Kentucky? No, I love Kentucky. I'm just saying, man. I've been there. You know that Kentucky is basically a suburb of Cincinnati. You know that, right? <laughs> yes, yes right, it is, Tony. Yes, it is. It's basically a suburb. <laughs> All right, we'll go to Cindy and Kirk. Yeah, because I... Bill, you hang tight. We'll get you in well, the second I, I promise to get you on, or I will give you my complete college football stone-cold locks in the Pac-12, in the MAC. In the ECAC. Let's not get carried away. I'll even go down all the way to the Patriot League and give you some picks every Saturday morning. Uh, Just don't give away the big sky for nothing. I'm not giving away the big sky. (laughs) I'm just saying. You go to Wyoming, you you deserve to get your ass kicked. (laughs) Exactly. As ESPN's (laughs) Ryan Rossillo. But by the way, I'll have a Ryan Rossillo update because people are making fun of this guy. 
Why? Because he got busted in Wyoming for being drunk and naked and going into a hotel room. I thought that was just normal Wyoming activity. No, but people are saying he's going to he's going to jail. He, you know, he's going to get fired. I think he's going to be get off, so to speak. And oh. I will tell you why. Ryan Russillo sounds like he was getting off while he was in Wyoming. Arrested in Wyoming and charged with, he was charged with criminal entry. He will not do any jail time. I usually just get told, "Ouch, ouch, the wrong hole." So it's never, no, never, any, totally never charges brought against me or anything like that. All right, let's no go to Sydney. No, Kirk. let's go to Sydney and Kirk. Are they still down there? They're there. I got them. Hey guys, how are you? Hey, hey, Tony. First time, long time. It's good to hear from you. And actually, we're not even in Chincoteague. We're, we're on the damn, uh, what is it, Merritt Parkway in Connecticut, heading up to Maine to see Cindy's brother. Oh, I thought you were so, going to ESPN anyway, to march on them. I thought you were going to Connecticut to have a protest march outside of the ESPN <laughs> Bristol compound. Well, time hey, out. Hold on. Hold on. Stop. Hold on. Hey, one second. a good idea. Maybe, maybe, one second. Yeah, maybe hold on. we should stop on the way. Stop in Bristol and, uh, and protest about... Uh, you know, the naming of Asian Americans versus uh, old Civil War generals. What the hell? It's an We're outrage. We're too thin-skinned in this country. That's the it's problem. It's an outrage. You know? It is an outrage. But anyway, it's great to hear your show, and you've been on a rant tonight. So here, I'll put Cindy on. I got drive to it. will crash. I drive. You got that uh, Ford? What's that thing hey, called, guys. Robin? Hi, Cindy. What's so uh, important? We hang on, listen. What's so important? Because, man, because Frank Calderon here on Facebook could have been anywhere in the world tonight, but it's his 42nd birthday. And he's hanging out with Tony Bruno. Well, man. He should be. What else is he going to do? Go watch saying. the Phillies lose again? I'm just saying, man. I'll give the guy a birthday shout out. It could have been anywhere right, Frank, in the world. Man. You got to do it in the middle of a conversation? Yes. Happy birthday, Frank. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. All right, Cindy, yeah, now. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> my, bu- my son AJ was his big 40th birthday yesterday. Did you realize that, Luigi? Yes, I did, Tony. Did you give him a shout out? No, I didn't. He didn't call into the show. <laughs> now, Cindy, you're on the Merritt Parkway up there in Long Island, right? We are. Yeah, we're on the Merritt Parkway. We're heading up to Maine. And, uh, yeah, we're really enjoying your show. This is pretty funny. How are you listening to it? You have, oh, you have a Wi-Fi hotspot in the car, right? Well, we do. We've got, we've got you on Facebook, and we've got you on the other phone. We've got, like, our own little command center here going. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. Well, we have, a, we have a wet spot in our car. We don't have a Wi-Fi <laughs> head spot, a, a hot spot yet, though. But, uh, you know, you, that you clean it up, and you, you get a little uh, carbona in there, and you clean it up. Leather has its benefits, man. Speaking is... Before you get into all that college football procrastination and uh, stone-cold lead pipe locks... <laughs> Um, you are right about VA. I mean, if we have nothing else to complain about, Virginia football, we wouldn't even be talking about it if it wasn't for this self-made controversy with Robert Lee. Give the kid a break. Let him broadcast the game. Exactly. You know, if we're so, if we're so thin-skinned and coddled that we can't even acknowledge our own history, what the hell? I mean, we need to get over things. We need to, to move forward. And a guy has the name of Lee. A lot of people have a last name of Lee. What the hell? You know, this is so stupid. And you're right. It's it's self-made. Uh, what'd you call it? Selective. Um, selective morality. Uh, shoot. See, I don't have selective morality. Exactly. I'm completely immoral and acknowledge it's it. Sol- <laughs> exactly. You acknowledge what, what's going on. You're upfront and honest. And there's just too little of that in the country now. As long as so we anyway, don't start messing around with Nebraska and the power conferences, we'll be all right. Take it easy. Stay away from the Big Twelve. All right. Exactly. Just stay away from the Big Twelve. Kurt's a big Nebraska Cornhusker guy. Hey, big Eric Crouch That's right, yeah. Go Big Red. Go Big Red! <laughs> <laughs> anyway. 
Wait a minute, wait a minute. Kirk, Luigi's got to play something for you now. Okay, don't worry about it. Enjoy the win, man. Enjoy the win, man. That's Big Red, all right? Nebraska, that's Big Red. Andy Reid is the real Big Red. Don't you forget it, Kirk. (laughs) 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 All right, guys, drive carefully up there. Well, hopefully we'll see you soon before the winter comes and everybody's everybody's going crazy because it's too damn cold out. Take care. Drive safely. There they are. Let's give them a roaring round of applause. The great. They left Exton, Pennsylvania. They could have lived anywhere. Exton, Newtown Square, Media, Chester County. Yardley. Yardley. They chose Shinkatig, Virginia. Shinkatig. Tig, I'm sorry. Tig. Tig. Every little tig. It's going to be all right. So... Coming up in the next hour, we do have a very, very special guest that is we going do? to come on. And I'm not going to tell you who it is. Is it somebody? Are we going to play uh, This Is Your Life, Tony Bruno? Yes. It is <laughs> going to be, be a blast from the past. And you have not heard this voice in a long time. Really? Yes. Uh, Joe Carano? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> much, what much longer. Been, man? So this is going to be very, very exciting oh, for you. I love special guests. Oh, did I get it? I don't know. We got to try to catch flies for everything. We got a nut. Oh, I did. Is it a gnat? What is that, Bob? No, they're freaking fruit flies. Fruit flies? Yes. Let's go to break. See, if we got more people picking our vegetables with HNA1, whatever the hell the visas are, we wouldn't have all these damn fruit flies here. all over the place here. It's an outreach. It's because we have some bananas up in the kitchen. I just bought bananas. They're green. Green bananas don't have fruit flies. Apparently, these ones do. No, they weren't well, for mine. They're also I just going got after the bananas the like two hours now, ago. Now, it's so oh, funny okay. because I made one of those fruit fly traps with in the, the apple kitchen. cider vinegar, right? No, I no, made it with... No, she used red wine. I, she used bad I, Zinfandel. I <laughs> used the really <laughs> crappy <laughs> red wine that but we had the other night. My, trust me, Hell you'll no. never, ever use Michael and David Zin, red Zinfandel. Top nope. Let me pour this out. Let me pour one out for you and ESPN and Robert Lee. Wherever you are out there tonight, buddy, we're on your side. Now, if you want some earthquakes in mm-hmm. you can go to your local liquor store to find it or mostly even fine be- wine stores you're not going to go into a place that's selling like no, I mean, depending ripple. on what state it's, it depends on the state you're in uh, a lot of states you can find fantastic wine right in the grocery store yep maybe not here in philadelphia yet no, However, all the michael david wines we love the reds yes in. they got the uh but um if, you, show. if for whatever reason you cannot find Earthquakes in, which is a very, very reasonable, reasonable wine, depending it's on what... It's so reasonable, even Luigi buys it. But, All the time. But exactly. here's the thing. Depending on what your state, you win, <laughs> state you're in, it's anywhere from like 16 to 30 it's bucks. The, it's in the $20 <laughs> range. First of all, b- by the way, like I drove to North Jersey just to pick up Bottle Rapture because I couldn't get it here. Right. I drove two hours north just to get Michael and David wine. That's nuts. But now you can now see Michael crazy. and David wine. A lot of their wines but are the in regular easiest, stores. But the easiest, easiest way to do it is to Drive join. to Lodi? <laughs> no, that's not easy. Um, is to join their wine club, and you will get it at their cost, which is, I would say, invariably cheaper than grocery stores or Absolutely. any other store, right? Um, and they have a vent. They um, give you great deals on every... And now they even deliver it to your house in Pennsylvania. So yep. I have to drive there Showing no that the world has that's progressed finally. to the point where the great Keystone State of Pennsylvania is now allowing the, the wine to be wine, delivered from the California. The Michael and David Wine for the Club first time, is free to join. First time, long time. The first time since the Civil War guys were deemed racist. That's how long it's been. <laughs> when we didn't know they were racist back in, uh, in the 1700s or the 1800s when the Civil War was actually being fought. So anyway, you can join the wine club for free 
and you are under no obligation on a monthly basis. You just yeah, order it's not whenever like they you, send you something. Yeah, that and you, you don't want to sample it. No, you buy what you want, and you don't. You're not obligated for a monthly amount. You just join the wine club. You get the updates, and you can choose whatever you want. They send it directly to your house for a fantastic price. It's pretty much at cost. And I need to. I need to order it's a the best right wines now. around. A whole palette. Me a palette. If I hit the lottery tonight, I am buying everyone who listens to the podcast. A bottle of Michael and David Rapture. Oh, Not oh, I'm buying them Rapture. That is a bit good damn deal. Because it'll be the Rapture if I hit the <laughs> yeah, damn pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> or Armageddon. And then we will be experiencing gluttony and lust. Exactly. We'll do all the damn seven deadlies. In alphabetical order, of course. We'll do at least one okay. during this break, though. We'll do an, uh, we'll do a, uh, a, uh, a uh, Mount Rushmore. Of what? Of the seven deadly sins. I like it. you got to give me four by the seven. No, we're not doing that tonight. That's oh, stupid. So we're going to go to a break. Do not leave. Yeah, this is this not is like only one of those a five-minute break. Seventeen-minute commercial no, 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 no. breaks. This is only chance so that we get a chance to go to, to the bathroom. I got to pee. And you can go pee and open another bottle. And of you wine. can go pee and you can go pee and go get another bottle of wine. And we'll be right back on the podcast. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. And now, on with the show. Apologize for the delay. Thanks for holding. Of course, we're playing this music coming in because we are lit tonight, and we have technical difficulties, unfortunately, with the audio or video portions of the show. But we're back. That was as long as a uh, radio station's break. And here we were promising that we weren't going to be gone that long. I know we've been gone for 20 minutes, but we had technical difficulties. But we are back, and not better than ever because that's a. BS line at radio stations. I wonder if it was like cat difficulties. Are you sure that while we were going to the bathroom, the cats didn't come up on the table? They do pop up and get all nibbly bibbly every now and again. So whatever it was, though, it was we'll my blame it on them. Listen, we'll it was on it. my end. It was on this board, so it's my fault. I take full responsibility. So I apologize, everyone. Um, you can castrate me later. It's you fine. can cash me outside. You too, can cash later, me out. You bro. can lick my asshole too, bro. Well, by the way, while most stations say they have hour number two of their show, we have bottle number two of our show tonight. I know. I, I actually tweeted out. I was like, uh-oh, Tony's opening up another bottle of wine. I love it's it. It's going to be one of them two-bottle shows. <clears throat> but we oh. have... Oh, Michael David Wine. A very, very special guest. Now, I don't know who this is, You right? don't. I, I asked you if you wanted me to give you a hint, and you said no. So you have not heard this voice... In a very long time, You're, you might even get tears in your eyes when you realize who it is. He's serenading you right now. Nice play. So, the person who's online, so I don't give it away, yeah, can, do you have an iconic line that Tony no. might remember you by? Hello? That's a hell of a play. Does he even know he's live right now? I don't know. Look what I found. <laughs> I don't think he does. He was on hold for so long. Oh, he probably true. doesn't even realize he's on, on hold. I think he knows. You know you're on, right? Hello? Hello? He doesn't even know he's on. I don't think he does. Because Hello? he was on hold for so freaking long. 
Is he punched up? I hear him. He's punched up. He's punched up. All right. Is he punched drunk? He's probably punched drunk. Hold on. I'm going to actually text him and say, hey, yo. You're on the line. Are you following me, camera guy? What the hell is going on out there? <laughs> As Vince Lombardi once said. Oh, I like this. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 what the hell's going on out here? This is just let him keep going. Just let him keep going. I this actually, is nice. I'm, I'm, I'm liking this, especially when you figure out when, once you realize who it is, it's going to be even better. I can't figure out who it is. This is nice. The volume on Block Talk is low. Is it an ESPN employee? Am I on? Yes, Hello. you're on. Get bit on. <laughs> I can't hear nothing. <laughs> oh, he can't hear anything. I don't know why I can't hear anything. Am I with you? Am I talking? Did you punch the right button? Everything is on. He's on. He's talking. I don't hear any return. Are you there? Why are we getting no return? Check, testing, testing. This is like putting ESPN radio on for the first night. Back <laughs> in January of 1992. <laughs> is he just messing with us right now? No, I, th I really don't think he can hear us. Robin, I can't do anything about that because... You have the phone in the right button now. Well, if yes. you can hear me, unfortunately, guys, I can't hear you. Okay. Tony, everything <laughs> is potted up right Luigi, now. Luigi, hang up on him. We'll call him back. But well, we're going to call you right back. This has been an absolute... This is, I, I've been ripping Reuters, ESPN, uh, anybody who screws up technically, and we come back and this show basically just shit the bed. Shh. I hate to use those kinds of terms on this show. Check out the call. This is, let me, I'm going to check in with Brian, our call screener. Back there Ain't right. nobody got time for that. Brian's been doing some, some, some work for us back there. Brian, can you hear me, pal? Brian, Brian can't hear us. By the way, I have breaking news. It has been announced that every Chris Columbus movie ever made has now been removed from every television network, every video store, if there are any left, Netflix, Redbox. Chris Columbus movies have now been deemed racist. Therefore... Chris Columbus, if you liked Home Alone, Home Alone 2, Mrs. Doubtfire, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, Harry Potter and the Chamber of, Se uh, of Secrets, Gremlins, The Goonies. Let me see what else we got here. Nine months, Percy Jackson and the Olympians, and Pixels, which you shouldn't ever see. Those movies have now all been deemed offensive and have been removed from circulation. Now, if you do have a copy of any of these movies in your own personal library, make sure that when you do watch them, the windows and shades are closed and no one is able to know, neither your friends or your family, that you have this copy of this dangerous, dangerous, incendiary, and racist paraphernalia in your home. Forget the FBI warning on the DVD. You now have a warning from all of us who are making sure that this material is never seen again to the film-enjoying public. Or in other words, as we used to say, get out. No, I muted it. Tony, we're, we're calling back in to block. We're literally rebooting everything. Right now, let's now. reboot now. We'll be right back. So I'm sorry. No, we're... we're, we're get out! Get out! No. It's not doing anything. It's doing the same thing, it's doing the same thing that it did before. When I had to restart everything. There is a problem with Block Talk. Yeah, All right, I'm going to have to, Tony, we're going to keep going live. There's okay. no problem with that. 
However, we're going to restart Blog Talk so we can hopefully effort to get our guest back on, okay? So just, okay. just bear with me for a second while I restart this computer. Is but this guest on the East Coast or West Coast? Uh, I think he's East Coast. The host is connected, too. From Blog Talk is completely like... Can I problem. phone a friend? Uh, I think it might be the best <laughs> thing to do. Well, as soon as Let's you ask the audience, Tony. Let's ask the audience if they know. All right. I am um, restarting this bad boy. All right, we'll get back and get this. You're live, Tony. We can keep on So rolling. we can keep on talking, Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. We're, we're on Facebook. Let me just make this uh, perfectly Facebook. clear at this hour right now. Get out! Get out! And most importantly... I am pissed off. Now, I mentioned earlier, Ryan Rossillo. I don't know Ryan. He's been at ESPN for a while. Does a great job. He was arrested in uh, Wyoming, in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, for a stumbling into the wrong condo in the complex where he was renting with a friend. He was on vacation. And he went to Jackson Hole, lives in Connecticut, works at ESPN, has a TV show. Remember, he used to do a show with Danny Cannell, who was part of the ESPN purge when they got rid of a ton of people a couple of months ago. So he does a show in the afternoon. And according to the police in Jackson, Wyoming, he was charged with criminal entry, which by Wyoming law is a misdemeanor but they're not charging him with false or forced entry. The charges could lead to six months in jail, $750 fine, or both. Now, here's why I don't believe he will go to jail. The guy's, and I'm not defending a guy being drunk and naked and walking into somebody's condo by mistake. Or I call it Saturday. Exactly. He's on vacation, okay? okay. And I'm not, de- again, I'm trying to explain why I think and you'll go back and listen to this tape later and tell me if I'm not right. So it sounds like, oh, my God, the guy gets wasted, and he's drunk, and he's naked, and he goes into somebody's condo by mistake, <laughs> and then the, the people that are in there wake up and say, who the hell are you? And he's so wow. wasted that he doesn't realize that he's not in his own condo. <laughs> this, now, remember, this, this is in his own house. This is not my office. <laughs> right. But now, again, this is in his own house. This is a rental condo in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. So he's out partying with his friends. And he comes back, and he goes into the wrong place. The people who actually were in the condo that he went into, presumably accidentally, because he didn't do anything, he just sat there. Now, when, the, when they saw the guy, and they, when they asked Rosillo, the people who were in the bedroom and re- woke up and said, who the hell are you, and why are you here? He was apparently so wasted that he was mumbling and didn't know what to say to him. Right. So they called the police. The police show up. No they find no force entry. And now the couple who was in there doesn't remember whether they locked their door or not. So, and let's be honest, a lot of people have gotten off on these charges. Because you can say, hey, listen, if I'm his lawyer, and I'm not even a lawyer, the fact that he didn't have forced entry, the fact that he didn't break into the apartment, he didn't hurt anybody, and was just drunk and naked, I think that when they take this to court the worst he's going to get is a $750 fine and public humiliation. I don't think he'll lose his job at ESPN, and I don't think he's going to be charged with criminal entry because I don't believe, just based on what I know so far and the fact that the police say that the couple whose condo he entered, he didn't break into their door or climb through a window. Right. They may have left the door unlocked. And you're, again, you're in a rental unit. Hey, I just moseyed in. What do you want me to do, man? I'm, I'm no, no, you're trying to make a joke out of this. I'm trying to make it. A guy's drunk. He's in a rental unit. 
the people in another condo or in another rental unit, they don't lock their door. Guy's drunk. He thinks he's going into his place, and he goes into the wrong place, and then he's so wasted that the cops say he was mumbling and couldn't answer any questions. I'm trying to play lawyer here, which is hard for me to do because I don't really like lawyers. But the bottom line is my prediction is Ryan Rosillo being ridiculed today for being naked, drunk, and afraid, even though he wasn't on Discovery Channel. Ryan Rosillo will not be charged with any kind of criminal activity. Okay, we're trying this because we're switching the call screener over to my computer midstream. Okay, just so don't I, cross the stream. I don't. We're not crossing the stream. We're we're crossing over midstream. I'm hoping it's not screwing around with anything. And if all is good, we actually have him on the line. Mystery caller, can you say something to make sure that I actually have you up and running? You're on seven, Robin. There's no, there's no volume coming out of here, sweetheart. Hello. Not. Hello. GD it. It's not his fault, Robin. No, no, I know. Why is it not coming out? That's what she said. Actually, she said, "Why is it not going in?" Exactly right, Tony. Exactly. Hey, come on. It should. Oh, oh, I know why. Because I have the volume uh, completely. Uh, uh, wait a minute. Him. Do we oh, hear us? Can you hear us? Try it now. Hello. Can you hear me? Oh, there it there is. <laughs> Can you hear me now? This is an outrage. Totally ridiculous. I think that Tony Bruno needs a big pile of eggplant parmesan and a lot of rigatoni from Pagliacci <laughs> in Bristol, Connecticut. I know who this is. The great Bob Sagendorf, ladies and gentlemen. Let's put our hands together. <laughs> the man who was there from day one. Actually, he was there from day, like, minus one. No, actually a couple months before ESPN Radio was on the air. Great friend, one of the main guys there who helped put everything together. Worked with me and Beth Faber and, of course, Keith Olbermann and Chuck Wilson and the great Duke. We did it. Dan Davis and all the other great people that I work with. Bob, I know you're going through a lot of health they stuff, do. man. Great to hear you again. Now, Bob, I, Tony's actually choking up a little bit here because I, I said before the break, I said this is a voice that you haven't heard for a very, very, very long time. And there is a reason for well, that more than just we haven't seen you. Yeah. Well, the, um, well, the short story is I um, was afflicted with a brain tumor, which uh, took my voice away, a voice of ESPN television and radio for 14 years and what you hear now is the result of 20 operations and a rebuilding of my throat so that I can speak again and the amazing so pretty, thing Bob is I followed it to be able to talk with my, my old pal and Bob the amazing thing is there are people who said that you would never be able to speak again so the fact that as you mentioned through all of, these, all of these surgeries the fact that you're able to speak even though not in the same great yeah. mellifluous Bob Sagendorf tones is, a, is, is nothing short of a miracle, right? Uh, it is a miracle, and to add to the miracle, two weeks from Friday night, I will return to doing high school football in the state of Connecticut, play-by-play. Play. Oh, wow, that's phenomenal, Bob. That is so great, man. That so is great. We're really happy about that, and, you know, I have to thank, you know, Tony and everybody, this was the result of an unbelievable set of circumstances, a high school friend of mine who I'd not seen in 40 years, just about a year ago, came home for our high school class reunion. And it turned out she's the administrator 
of the voice center at Mass General in Boston. And she and a couple of classmates convinced me to come up to Boston and be evaluated. And there, Dr. Stephen Zaitels and Dr. James Burns looked at my case and decided they would take me on. And so in December, I had a rebuild of my entire right side of my throat, which is uh, akin to a Tommy John surgery or an ACL repair where they rebuilt my right vocal cord from scratch. And this is what, what you hear now is nine months later. Wow. Still on the mend getting better and getting stronger. Uh, but it's a complete miracle what they could do these days. And it's just really, it's more cool for me to be able to talk with you on a podcast. How cool is this? <laughs> no, it's not as cool as uh, hearing you speak, Bob, and then catching up with you again nah. for a long, long time. Nah, you know, who would have thought in our Bruno Bash is over across the street that we would have evolved to what we did evolve to at the radio network and then into this modern age of technology where I have a voice rebuilt and you are doing what you do best, the best damn sports talk show host in the country, bar none, and you can still do it. Well, thanks, Bob. Well, I'm I'm hanging in there, and I I love doing this stuff. You know, I've had a great career, and people always ask me, when are you going to go back on the air? And, and, you know, and obviously the world is changing. You see it at ESPN. I mean, corporations are cutting back everywhere. And, and the days of the old yep. ESPN radio days where we had unbelievable staffs. And I'm not saying the people who work there, because there's a lot of friends of both you and I who still work there. And they're great people. Yeah. And they work hard. Yeah, sure. The worker bees always work hard. You know, and the, the management people are under the gun in having to uh, c- reduce costs and, and try to make more profit for the stockholders, of which I'm one. And so that's the difficult uh, scenario <laughs> that they face now in corporate America. You know, the, the, the stockholders yeah, yeah, want they, more profit. They want but, their stock to go know, up. So they, how do you do it? Yeah, and, and that's and that and to me, Tony, that's a problem because we've lost focus on what really made the money, and that is great talent doing what they do best, supported by the business, not the business being the driver and supporting the stockholders. No, guys like you, Chuck, uh, Chris Berman, Tommy Jackson, our dear friends, guys who made the product. Were over have been overlooked because now we supplant that with driving for dollars. Hey, that's the name of a show. It we is. That's do a good that. show. Driving we should bring dollars. it back on syndication. It was bowling for dollars, wasn't it? No, it was driving. Yeah. No, driving for bowling dollars. Bowling for dollars. Yeah. Bowling for dollars. I almost should, did a reboot that. of that. You know. Did really? they? Yeah. Do they have a driving yeah. for dollars too? I know they do yeah. that drive for show and a pot for dough. You could do the yeah. Philadelphia version, begging for dollars. Begging. <laughs> 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 hey, listen, listen. You know, all you gotta do is go down to Penn Station or Union Station, get begging for dollars every hour of every day. I may be back there. I may be back there before you know it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, if you go back, I'm coming back too. Exactly. We got to reprise a lot of stuff over there. We'll podcast for cash or something or whatever. We'll (laughs) we'll work. Ooh, I like that. (laughs) We'll podcast podcast for for cash. cash. Ooh, I like that. Now there's a name for a show. Turn up or turn out, man. That's (laughs) it. 
Yeah, I'd say that after five highballs. <laughs> after two bottles of wine, which we're doing. And that's the one thing we also could do that we couldn't do back in the day when we were doing seven hours on Saturday night and seven hours on Sunday. Oh that was have a couple of cocktails. Right. We would have it afterwards. Now, tell people that I'm not BSing, because a lot of people have heard the stories, but the Bruno Bash, after the fact, after the show on, on Saturday night at 1 a.m. when we got off the air and had our meetings, we would yeah. go in and there'd be a, yeah. a bathtub full of beer cans we never did bottles. We always did cans because True. even back then we were very, very uh, conscious of the econ- of the uh, of the uh, of the environment, of course, and we recycled. Absolutely, yeah, we did. That bathtub was full of quality adult beverages. Well, I don't know if there were quality and, adult beverages or whatever we could afford. <laughs> I don't even know if there was quality adults in the room. <laughs> <laughs> and as I recall, one certain host would. Closed out our post-production meeting by saying, boys and girls, it's time for massive amounts of alcoholic products. Exactly right. <laughs> was that and me, we, by the way? We had the Bruno Bashes. Well, Bob, it's great to hear you again, and congratulations, man. I really, really appreciate And yeah, I'm buddy. glad to hear you're going to be doing college, I mean, high school football right up there in Connecticut. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's um, our radio station here in um, my home. Um, has been doing high school uh, high school basketball uh, play by play consecutively for 65 years, and uh, this year the station will enter its 40th year of high school football, uh, which I've been say for the last six years when I lost my voice. Now back now, but uh, I have been the voice of high school sports in the Northern Valley since 1976, wow. um, and I come back on the air. Uh, September the 8th with um, a nighttime game with my longtime partner. So we are, we're the Heritage Radio Station in Connecticut for Scholastic Sports, and I'm pretty excited about being able to get back on the air and do some play-by-play. That's great. Now, Bob, Bob I have one question for you. What is your favorite right. Bruno Bash memory? What is this? This year, am I, am I um, dying tomorrow? I mean, I don't know. Oh, no, 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 it's, 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 it's your in your life, Tony Bruno. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe the night Kevin Young finally came over and had a beer. Yeah, that's Only right. Tony would understand that one. No, we saw Kevin. Uh, Actually, we went down to Disney. We saw be. Kevin. Or it could be. Oh, man. I mean, there, there are, Robin, there are way too many stories uh, that her name was a favorite. But, you know, that Kevin Young, our first general manager, very fine. Thank you, Tony. How are you? Um, would be, that might be when Kevin finally showed up uh, to, the, to our Bruno Bash. But there are many. I don't know. Maybe it was Chuck Wilson who showed up. What do you think, Tony? I got to go Chuck Kevin Wilson. Because Chuck Kevin, Wilson. I got to go Chuck because you know, he had little kids back then. And he, you know, he would go home to them yeah. at night. And Chuck was not a party guy. Yeah. Kevin was not necessarily a party guy. He was management. But I, I think I think Kevin Young, who's now a big muckety muck down there at Walt Disney World, he, he's in charge of all the all the the events that go on down there. Like when they do movie shoots or television shoots or celebrities right. come and get into the parades or the person who wins the MVP of the Super Bowl and gets to go to Disney and say, "Hey, I'm going to Disney World." Kevin organizes all that stuff. So That's we got Kevin. Robin got to meet him because yeah. she wasn't there back in the 90s, of course. And then uh, we had spent some time with him and still a great guy and he's having a great success uh, down there at Walt Disney World. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Still a good guy. He and I communicate pretty often 
and it's good to see that he's uh, doing well. But, uh, yeah, I, you know what? As I think about it, got to go with Chuck Wilson because Chucky boy just killed trees and never came out after. Exactly <laughs> right. Well, luckily, that he doesn't have to do that much anymore, although I saw Chuck at the ESPN 25th anniversary show up in New York when we taped that uh, back in December, and he's, he still is the most prepared guy in the history of sports talk radio or maybe in any, oh, any, any, any uh, broadcast medium. Wow, wait a minute. There was a 25th anniversary show? Yeah, you missed it, huh? I, I almost missed it, too. Yeah. <laughs> evidently, evidently the, the invite never showed up. Well, it was just, my, it was just me driving up. Tri- here, Rob, here, Robin, here's a trivia question for you. I am the answer to the trivia question, I should say. Name the first employee of ESPN Radio, and that would be me. Exactly. The very, very that first? Was, uh, you were the first? Because I know November that it was... November 12th, 1991. Wow, because it, it was you. I think Beth Faber was one of the very first ones as well, right? Well, I was first. Kevin Young came second. Then number three was Tony Bruno, followed by Chuck Wilson. Ah. Then came John Martin and Beth Faber. Got it. Exactly. Well, I think, I think and, Chuck was hired then, before me. I think Chuck was actually the first uh, host hired because uh, the great John Walsh yeah. used to listen to Chuck up in Providence on WPRO. So Chuck was the first guy, and then they were looking for somebody, and they had people go up there and audition with Chuck to see, you know, to check for chemistry and see how it worked out. And Chuck said Chuck actually was responsible, and so was Charlie Steiner, uh, for them saying, "Hey, get this guy Bruno up here. He he seems to be pretty good." And I'm I'm responsible. Those guys are responsible. I stand corrected. And it was Chuck, and we did that audition in the ABC Studios, West End Avenue, in New York City. Exactly. That day. We also, we also auditioned Ian Eagle, um, some guy from Denver. I can't remember his name. Who is that guy who used to fly in on? Tony LaMonica, the, the great from Tony LaMonica. Yeah, Tony LaMonica, right. <laughs> we did Tony LaMonica that day, and we had a lot of fun that day. But there you have it. The first, trivia, the first employee was me. So, um, so if Tony wasn't three... Up, they, so Tony wasn't the third employee. He was the what? He was, <gasps> he was four. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> four. <laughs> Number four. Hey, still top five. Well, no <laughs> doubt about it. It's all that matters. You know, Unless just, you're doing a Mount Rushmore. Then you, can't, that, you, you don't want to be off the mountain. You yeah. <laughs> exactly. Put you hey, in the back. Let's put it this way. You got the invite. I didn't. That shows you how important number one is. <laughs> Exactly. Well, Bob, yeah, it's great to hear from you, brother. It really, it is, man. I'm so happy that you're you're talking again, and you're going to be back doing what you do best, yeah. uh, and and broadcasting yeah, once again. You'll be able to hear it, watr. dot com, and we're on the TuneIn Radio app, and we do Friday Night Lights at seven o'clock. Beautiful, and that's going to start on September 5th, right? So it's two weeks away, right? Uh, no, it's September 8th. September 8th. Friday night, September 8th. Beautiful. It begins. So, yeah, two weeks away. Beautiful. Looking Bob, forward to it. Bob, we're look, we, we, enjoy, right, we enjoy seeing all of the updates on Facebook and everything that's going on with you, and we're so excited. I mean, I, I have not had the pleasure Thanks. of meeting you in person yet, and I look forward to that soon. But I, I certainly know Good. you by reputation, and uh, your story is just amazing. What a miracle. Thanks. Thanks, guys. It's really uh. As John Martin would say, Tony, good to be heard. Exactly right. Thank you, Bob. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. The great Bob Sagan.
in Connecticut. He could have been anywhere in the world tonight, but he was here. But he was in Connecticut. I love when some of the blasts from the past call you in, Tom, calling to you. Proves we're all getting older, except those high school girls, man. They stay the same That's so creepy. That way, yeah, I'm telling you. I don't know what it is. Well, I do know what well, it is. This is what's funny, because as it's it's almost like clockwork. You get a blast from the past that calls in, and of course Jim from Sheltonham is on the line, so of course he probably has something to correspond with what just happened. He doesn't, have, he doesn't have any of the tapes from the Bruno Bash. That I, I don't think so, no. <laughs> we, That was before. That's when we used to have to carry those big cameras into the room, and it was much more bulky and ugly to try to get chicks to, to do the naked videos back then. So much harder to film home, home porn. By the way, the I have day. to... You know, just you before know, two she, guys hold the boom. <laughs> before <laughs> she disappears, I just want to give a big shout-out to Nicole Stone, who is on listening tonight from the fabulous Drug Handle Inn. Absolutely. Which is the only place... That carries the special Tony Bruno sauce. Was she there when we were there? Tony no. Bruno. Our little soiree. Every time we go there, Kevin and Nicole aren't there anymore. They're it's too an big. They're like they're too big now to hang out with us. <laughs> I knew them back in this the day. This is an outrage. It is an outrage. It is an outrage. So why don't we do this then? Tony, we need to bottle that stuff, by the way, because I can't. I cannot recreate it here. I've tried, kind of. Say what? The Tony Bruno sauce. I mean, I. They're. Can, Every week we get people tweet really us bad. From, go to the jug handle <laughs> right, over there in New Jersey on Route 73. Take a picture of the menu. They take a picture of the menu and send it. And then people who don't even know me say, hey, I had the Tony Bruno sauce. I found out who you were. It's phenomenal. It is. It is the best. We right. were just there what, last we month. We had a little soiree last month, man. We had a whole table. We had the whole mushpuka there. The whole mushpuka. <laughs> the whole mushpuka. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great mushpuka drop right there. Tony, I know you got something you wanted to touch on. Uh, with the little catch me outside flavor, and then I have and Robin's a got some updates too. Non Florida, Florida update. Okay, so how about this? Because we got to do this one. Though, we're going to be we're going overtime, and that's going to be okay for tonight. Yeah, so because we missed like ten minutes. That's plus right. We still have a half a bottle of wine left. Of course, well, duh. <laughs> so we're going to go to Jim from Sheltonham. All right. Because let's let's see, maybe he can follow up with the with Bob that was on. Jim, you there? I'm here. He's there, Jim. Jim, I know Mark Leiter has a no hitter, but let's get to important stuff. <laughs> How you doing, guys? <laughs> Good. Are you following this uh, no-hitter by Mark? Uh, what's his name? I just said his name. Mark Leiter. Yeah, Mark Leiter. Al Leiter's kid. Al Leiter's son, yes. See, uh, the Phillies are leading 6 nothing. Phillies are up 6 nothing, but is it still a no-hitter? That's the only thing that matters right now. Uh, I'm just, they're, out of commercial. they're out of between innings right now. Yeah, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Well, Ryan Hoskins went yard again. Did he? Yes, man. He's at seven already now. I believe that he will be the MVP of the National League if he keeps this up for another couple <laughs> meaningless games. I think he's got a chance to check catch Giancarlo Stanton. Yeah, what, a foot race? <laughs> now, you, know what, you know what this is all proving? Is that Matt Klentak, the GM of the Phillies, kept Tommy, Tommy Joseph at first base for all these years, all, the whole season, basically, until they brought this kid up. You know what that is? It's an outrage. It's an outrage. Yes, they, it they had is. him tethered to the first base back. He should have been gone two years. He's a platoon player at best. But Ryan Haskins is down, is, is down there the entire year raking, raking. But there were a lot of guys. I mean, these pitchers were, were pitching lights out, too, and then kids like Pavetta can't get anybody out. I'm telling you, man, conspiracy theory, theory Tony. Yeah, he tanking. still has a no-hitter, Tony. He still has a no-hitter. We don't want to jinx him. Top of the, top of the sixth. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. If you're into no-hitters... If you're in the no-hitters, if you're in the no-contact yeah. no zone whatsoever. People hate no-hitters, right? No, people love no-hitters. 
That's what I'm, I'm being uh, facetious. Love, I don't want to jinx him, though. I don't want to jinx him. There's a lot riding on this game. Yeah, a ton. It's like right. whoever we, took, whoever we took the uh, Phillies in the pool. Tony? Pools. Yeah. We have some breaking TV sports news here. We have breaking TV sports news? Uh, starting on October 2nd, they're changing the call letters of Comcast. Yes, I saw that. There will be no more CSN stations. <gasps> what? <gasps> Say what? CSN Philly, CSN Bay Area, CSN uh, New York, CSN SC, and NCIS. The C's become, all those shows will be gone. The C's become offensive all of a sudden overnight? What no, happened? Comcast has a crack in their new towers. So, no, the NBC basically owns them. Okay. So they're going to become NBC Sports. <laughs> CSN will ah, be no more. Okay. So all of my buddies over at CSN who are like, you know, Derek Gunn CSN as part of their Twitter accounts, they're going to have to change their Twitter feeds. Oh, bro. There will be no more CSN. But CSI, I believe, will still be on on reruns on MeTV immediately following Hogan's (laughs) Heroes and Twilight Zone replays at midnight on MeTV. Are you running datelines on that yet? I don't think so. I love a good dateline. Oh, Tony, bad news. The no-hitters has been broken. Ah, damn it. We jinxed him. But Rich Hill's got one going for the Dodgers. Rich Hill now, ladies and gentlemen. Let's jinx him. Let's (laughs) jinx him. But he looks like he's shot already as you look at a picture of Rich Hill on the mound for your Los Angeles Dodgers. And he is shot, but he's still got a no-hitter. But that I don't believe. He's got just a perfect at, game going through oh, seven. Oh, just looking at his face, ain't no way he's staying. Because it's hot in L.A., baby. It's hot in the city tonight at Chavez Ravine. So Jim, are you gracing us with some, um, some playback uh, tapes here? What do you got? Well, um, last week we celebrated the, um, the Glenn Campbell life tape, yes. of um, Glenn Campbell. So this was... This week I have a classic, two classic clips for uh, the great late um, Darren Dalton. Oh, we got some Dutch Dalton. They just put him to rest the other day. Yeah, here. because you oh, remember I'm last s- week when he called him, he said, "Was still a little too fresh for you, Tony? Yes. Still a little yeah. too fresh for this I mean, table?" It's just, it's, yeah, it's uh, it's it's a painful thing because he was just such an amazing. There was something about him that was always in a good mood. I don't think I ever ever saw Dutch even. The very day after his first initial brain surgery, mm-hmm. he was laughing and making jokes. I know. I couldn't believe it. I mean, it was just absolutely incredible. Had, you know, we let his family use uh, one of our bedrooms in Dockside because his mom was coming into town. And we had an extra bed. We carried it down to his apartment. I'll never forget it. And I was, like, expecting to see a guy, like, on his deathbed. And he looked phenomenal. I mean, he's laughing. He's trying to make us feel comfortable. And we're like, dude, sit down. Yeah. The shame I never. I, I always wanted. I always wanted to meet him. He's the, like playing little league and all the way through through high school. He was the reason why I wanted to play catcher. Absolutely, I, I love Dutch. Yeah, I mean he was he was an amazing guy. And when I played softball, I was forced to play catcher because I sucked. Well, that's but, what happened. I, mean, I, was, I, was, over the hell. I was over the hill, bro. Because you, he sucked. He played catcher because you sucked. I could rake, bro. <laughs> now do we have some tape. Is this Dutch Dalton on one of the shows I did or when he was on? Yeah, the I, I put the. I I, t- I found two of my cl- two. Two great clips. Uh, edit them together. I hope you. I hope you enjoy this. All right, thank you. Robin's crying now. You got to suck it up, Robin. Sorry. Maddox gets a sign from Berryhill. The two-one pitch driven into the right field corner. It's a fair ball. Tommy Green scores. Sykes to right behind him. It's a ground rule double. Phillies get two and lead two nothing. Big hit for Darren Dalton. That ball must have hit either on the chop or just inside it. Now 
was unbelievable. Bases loaded, two outs. Here's the three-one pitch to Dalton. Swing and a long drive. Deep right center field. Grand slam. Grand slam home run. Darren Dalton. And the Phillies have taken a five-to-one lead in the bottom of the seventh. The second slam in as many games. Oh, man. Well, you know, what can I say? I mean, luckily, I, I, I was lived through all of that. And I got to experience that, you know, because you and I have been around a long time, and I was around long before Dutch. But certainly when you think about the eras of Philadelphia Phillies baseball, you know, that team and those guys in that 93 team, you know, those guys were just unbelievable. And the Dutch Dalton era in this town, what can you say? All the players that play with them are all in unison. Well, Tony, you know, he you was have, the glue on that team. Ma- it was Macho Row. Yep. I mean, it's been talked about it, you know, at, at length during this whole situation that's happened after his passing, and everyone's giving him his praise. But it is true what they say. It takes a special kind of guy to be able to grab a hold of a locker room of guys like that. And there aren't many, if not any, other than Darren Dawn that could have did that. You know, I mean, and they all showed up Monday at the funeral in Clearwater. As well, they should have. The yeah. yeah, as well, they should have. I, I just all wish I could have gone it. down there. Yeah, I just wish we could have taken a trip down there. Mm-hmm. But we've been traveling so much this year. But and we would have loved to. I mean, the last thing that we had talked about with him was we were supposed to go on vacation together because he wanted to go on the. Um, he and his wife wanted to go on the um, sailing vacation to the British Virgin Islands that we do, and. Uh, I just wish that we'd actually had a chance to do that. Well, I mean, we always have him, you know, forever immortalized here, Tony. I hear you, baby. Yeah. And Absolutely. I, I, one of my favorite drops. I, I said, it's a shame that I never got a chance to meet him. I mean, he's, he, he, he was around you guys a lot, but I never got a chance to meet him. He was my favorite baseball player growing up, and he was one of those, like, larger-than-life characters he for was me. Just, he was just like a regular guy. He loved to, you know, he loved to drink beer and have fun and laugh. And like I said, I, I, there was not one single time that I ever saw him where he wasn't laughing. It's, you're absolutely right. Absolute, whether he was playing after his career was over, during the cancer of, of struggle, it was just always phenomenal. Yeah, always I mean, phenomenal. And we'll always have the memories. And you know the other great thing about, you know, when we lose, when we lose people that we know, we have pictures, you know, yes. family. But when you lose an athlete of that magnitude, you always have, you know, it's like, it's like entertainers. It's like Glenn Campbell always have his music. You know, it's like Darren Dalton will always have those play-by-play clips of Harry Callis. Yep. You we'll know always have those things, that, no matter how long. 50 years from now, people who never even knew who Darren Dalton was will have those clips to play and say, wow, I heard that guy was an amazing player. Just like we do when we talk about the Jim Constanis of the world and those guys who played in the 50s, I you know, even, we, young, even way before my time. The other thing that that does, though, it's, it's, it's sort of this weird feeling that makes you think that if you just turn your head, you're actually going to still see them. You know, well, like, that's what happens when you when you miss someone. That's what happens when you when you lose someone that you really yeah, care but about. But I mean, Rob. I've lost I've lost people that I've known that aren't, as you say, bigger than life. Mm-hmm. That that aren't in the public eye. That don't have the videos out there. That don't have the constant media attention. And at a certain point, you don't have that feeling anymore. But there's those people because of the fact that when you're so used to when you're not seeing them, you know they're, they're still going to uh-huh. be there on the, on the big screen somehow, that when they've passed, you still feel like they're out there somehow. You know? Does that make sense? 
I still, I still have. Are you still in denial of the fact that like yeah, he's gone? I guess so. I, no, I guess that's so. what it sounds like. That's what I mean, I, mean. I think it's so, okay. but I mean, like, like in all honesty, like Robin Williams is one of those guys. Uh-huh. Now, Robin Williams, I never got to actually know personally, but um, he is the only um, celebrity, movie celebrity that I have truly been affected by. And I've talked to a couple people that are kind of in my same, same generation, and I think it's because of the iconic movies that he right. made during very uh, important time periods of my life. Exactly. That's what happens to all of us, whether it's songs that we remember from important times of our lives that we can still listen to now, yeah. Yeah, whether it's memories, yep. whether it's athletes, whether it's entertainers, whether it's concerts we went to. All these things are indelibly emplaced in our minds, and, and yep. it's, that's the what do we call it? The the the, it's those uh, the scrapbook yeah. of your life. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say I hate to use the word trigger, the but, soundtrack but there are of certain songs or certain movies Absolutely. that'll come on. It just it triggers a memory instantly. And instantly. You, it's, it immediately brings you back. And so, um, like Robin Williams, like I said, he's one of those. He's the only movie star that I've ever truly grieved for which is kind of weird for me because I'm not like a crazy me, movie kind of person when Richard Grieco passes it's <laughs> going oh, to be tremendous Tony it's going to be tremendous no doubt about it Grieco come on don't remind don't start don't start making me sad I'm sorry bro I'm sorry making me sad what was that what was the show 21 Jump Street 21 Jump Street when Chris Catan goes Tony I'm telling you it's over for me I don't know I'll just I'll just stop doing a podcast. <laughs> I don't even know if I'll be able to do when it. Will Ferrell <laughs> drops, you're going to see the, somebody check on Luigi tweets. I'll tell you <laughs> Trust what. me. I'll tell you what. I hope there's no tributes to me when I drop. I don't want to, except Jim can call in the week after I die and play a couple of clips or something. Tony, when you die, I'm, I'm going to carry your casket straight to Lou Turks. Oh, and, I, and we're going to have a Bruno Bash right in the park a lot, my friend. Beautiful, I'm man. sending you out in style, And pal. we're definitely hanging up the podcast. I mean, we're not going to do it. You know? No, I think the podcast should go on forever. It will. We'll live through. We'll live through vicariously through me. Exactly. Shall we, shall we fight, fight through it and just continue? Yeah. Okay. Just play old clips. Just play drops. Just play old clips. You know you play outtakes. Just play my outtakes every week. Nobody will know the difference. People will send us in old shows. And we'll just, actually, we don't have to say people. Jim. Jim will send us in exactly. old shows, and we'll just play those forever. Good job, Jim. Appreciate you checking in. By the way, Rich Hill. Has, of course, I should forget, forget. We also lost Jerry Lewis this week. Of course. Which yeah, is I huge. Mean, you know, it's so hard to keep track of everybody I, that dies. You know what's embarrassing? You know, Dick Gregory and Jerry Honestly, Lewis now. can I say what's embarrassing? I actually thought he was dead already. See, that's bad, Rob, and I hate to do it so to you. So you're doing like Abe Vigoda, basically? Right, where you- Seriously, like I... Oh, yeah, no, I got it right here. I'm going to double, double bump, bump-de-bump. No, seriously, like, he's one of those guys that you haven't seen for a while. I kind of... Kind of assumed he was already gone. I actually used Abe Vigoda today. I said, I said, if they act, if they really put up a Missy Elliott statue, the next day by two p.m. I will erect an Abe Vigoda statue in Center City. Are you kidding me? I'm man? already starting to sculpt one for it's it's Rise Hoskins, right? Rise Hoskins, yes. Rise Hoskins. Yes. I'm already going to start chiseling in some granite tonight. <laughs> I like it. Well, let's not go granite. Yeah, let's I'm going to go clay. Let's get clay. I'm going to get my son's maybe wheel like out. flagstone or something. My <laughs> son Chris has the wheel. You know, we'll do the old... Robin and I will do the uh, scene from Ghost. From Ghost? Because he has a wheel, and I've spun the wheel. Not the DJ wheel that we spin it. No. Not that one. That's <laughs> freaking... Remember that? D- Mr. DJ, spin that wheel. Spin that... Sh- so, um, a couple people are asking if we can get the Tony Bruno sauce online. We should. 
You can get Tony Bruno's sauce right here live in his living room. Every, every I can come and deliver it personally Ew. to your uh, to your bedroom. No, I'm sorry. That oh, I'm disgusting. sorry. That's the special sauce, but G Love will not be involved in me delivering the special sauce. But we do like we cold beverage. Yes, we need to talk to the jog handle. <laughs> I know. And to Kevin and Nicole. This is an opportunity for me to make money. We need to bottle. Everybody that. bottles their own stuff. How can we not have the bottled Tony Bruno sauce? Nicole the, and, and you Kevin, if out. you are listening, there is a demand, and we want a part of it. Yeah. <laughs> Damn right. I'll even put my picture on there. The one of me in the bathtub. Oh, you get anything? You get, don't you get like like a like a some kind? I don't of even like get a free. I gotta go in there and pay for my wings when I, I go in there. No, it's an outrage. Actually, maybe it would be more appropriate to do one of those uh, that your favorite uh, royalty shot from the eclipse. Oh yeah, we'll do one of those. Did you see the picture of the woman who had the breast covering no. them? No. Oh, that's not oh, even not the one, one I was oh, talking about. One. I was talking about the one that. The guy had in Florida. Did you see that? No. What? Picture. What's he doing? It was a guy who was had his pants down, but you couldn't see. You just see the moon. And you see. And then all of a sudden, he starts dropping down, and you see the hairs. And then all of a sudden, you see um, the lower nads. nether region of his nad sinking down and covering the moon. These nuts. These nuts. These right. nuts exactly. But not as good as the woman. Who's actually took out a beautiful breast with awesome. an erect nipple <laughs> and put that in front? <laughs> the silhouette. That's why you got to follow me on Twitter. People retweet like meaningless sports stats. I bring you the best of the internet and the worst of the internet. And you know how people always have retweets do not represent me or not endorsements. Every they, one of my retweets. I only stand by each one of these tweets. Endorsement and everything I tweet is. Endorsed by me and from I, me. Original. Yeah. Damn right. That's not good. Oh, OG. I go OG. OG. Sometimes, sometimes you retweet it just for shock value. Well, of course. That's what you got to do. It's like all these net, all these sites that get, get it clicks. They do stuff for clicks. Jim, thank you so much for calling in again. OG Tony, brother. Damn right, baby. Don't forget about Dre. <laughs> see you later, Jim. Thanks, buddy. We'll see you soon. Take care, Tony. There he is. The great. The great Jim from Cheltenham. So let me let me uh, give you a couple more social media updates here. Danny Lopez says that gives me the chills, man. Callous calling Dutch. Yeah, Danny, of course, uh, our friend who is the manager of the Chick Fil A down here in South I know, Philly. I actually invited. And they closed that place. Why? No, no, no they didn't close. They, didn't it. they renovated. No, it's closed, but they're going to renovate for okay, seven good. weeks. They're rebuilding the whole place. Yeah, for seven weeks. And um, so we told Danny, we're like, uh, dude, you like, you're not busy for a while. Come on over. Come hang out with us on a Wednesday night when we're doing a show live. But he says he's going to hang out. He's, he's doing some stuff with his daughter um, first, but he definitely wants to take us up on it. So um, That's good stuff. And then uh, Danny says... Um, Hold on. I can't read and do this. Danny thing. invited us to the last day of the Chick-fil-A before they redo it. But we, were... we couldn't get there. We were out of town. Now, uh, Danny Dow says Jim... Kis- By the way, Danny, Kis- when the hell Danny? are you coming to Philly, bud? Uh, Danny Dow says Jim Constanti owned a sporting goods store. Jim Constanti, of course, the Philly legend that I was talking about uh-huh. from back in the day. He owned the- a sporting goods store in... on. I don't know how to pronounce this. Anianta? Aniana, yes. Aniana, New York. That's, yeah, that's upstate New York. Aniana Oxenfree. When no, I no, played, that's a difference. When I played Little League in 1963, a great person. Um, I have not heard his name in so many years. Thank you, Tony. That's awesome. Beautiful. You know, there's another person's name we haven't heard in a few weeks. Who's that? That's Jose from Norristown. He's on the line, Tony. We got to pop him on because we have, we have to get a fancy fest update from Jose. What up? Do I really want a fancy fest update? No, but what Jose's up? awesome. He's a friend. So What up, Jose? What up, yo? Robert. What up, Bruno's 
What up, Miss Robbins? What up, Joes? What up, Luigi's? What up? What up, Brian? Uh, Brian's gone now, but, he, but uh, I'll tell him you said what up, Jose. Thanks. By the way, I have breaking we news have before a... we get to you, first of all. Reuters tonight, still, re- still tweeting. What's going on now? Reuters is reporting that they have learned that Duke University somehow is racist because they have been named after Daisy Duke, Luke Duke, and the rest of the Duke and clan. Bo down Duke. And Bo Duke. But not... Patty Duke. She is not involved. Patty, Duke is, Patty Duke is not involved, even though we just lost her not that long What about long ago. Marmaduke? Is Marmaduke involved Marmaduke in this whole? is oh, not. That's a good one. That's a good Duke now. Thank you, right Terry. That's good. How about not the Duke of Earl, either? He's no, not no. involved. What not, up, Jose? I can't think of one other Duke. Not Duke Snyder. Daisy Duke. I mentioned her. Now you named them all. Bo Duke, Luke Duke. Remember, they had the, they had the, uh, the General Lee with the Confederate flag right. on top. You know Boss Hogg. Oh, no. See, that's an Earl. Earl of Sandwich. Yeah, that's the wrong Duke. I know. I can't think of any other Duke. We, we, we knocked it off. Duke Snyder. I think, I think you got them all. What up, what Jose? Up, Jose? <laughs> what up? <laughs> Not for much, guys. Uh, we have a Fantasy Fest update. We have a Fantasy Fest update. The one in, uh, down in uh, Key West or the one down here at Xfinity Live? <laughs> no, it's Sausage Fest update. Oh, <laughs> that's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> what, what do you got, Jose? Have, have, you, have, you, uh, have, you, have they met your demands? They haven't even met my demands, and I've decided to cut the ties with and talk. Wow, so ladies and gentlemen, much like my negotiations, they've come to a halt. abruptly ended without any further discussion about extending the deal. They didn't do the deal with you. They didn't do the deal with me. You know, they say, do the deal. Do the deal. Was that Andrew Wiggins? What was that deal? I forget to do the deal. No, that was us. And I have a feeling that it's because of the same reason. <laughs> so I thought they reached out and said we have to have Jose there because we can't get any other celebrities to show up. Well, it looks like this one's going to stick this one out out of solidarity. Oh, it's a solidarity. Can we lock arms like Hands Across America back in the day? Hands across Can we America. set up a picket, picket lines and picket signs? And Should we go out there and do a counter-protest? It's more like... It's more like, um, it's more like, okay, I've spilled my guts and glory calling that radio station. I decided to, uh, okay, I'll, I, I, I told them to draw a line in the stand for me, and they didn't. Was it a red line? Which? Yeah. What did you ask for, Jose? It was more of a, I didn't ask for anything. You know what we should it's do, It's more like, it's more like. You guys don't want to give me other than you need tickets. I'll sit this one out. You know, have what, a good Saturday, yo. Jose, I have an idea. Yeah. Boycott. You have to promise what? not to tell anybody, though. How about if Tony and I pick you up personally and we crash the party? Oh, that'll chap a few people's asses right there, pal. Yeah. <laughs> Tony, I'll tell you make what, people if that happens, I'm taking off work on Saturday. I'm coming. It's about damn time. You're going to need some muscle. I'm coming with you, I'm going to show up with one of those black masks and a gas mask. You got to get a gas mask. I got to no, get no. that. Okay, wait, wait, wait. We can make this happen. If you can take off on Saturday, Luigi, you can pick up Jose on your way down here. I, I'm, Norristown is no way on my way, nowhere oh. near my way down. However, I will pick him up, though. And then, and then we, crash, we crash the bash. 
But they won't let us in without tickets. Are you, are you yeah. kidding me? You know who I am? Yeah. I know who you are. You know who I am. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said, I know who you are. I don't know if you're going to let us in. Spare me the phony outrage. No. I, I don't think you understand. I'm not going to tolerate your crap today. Exactly. They I know who I am. They might not let me in. That's the no, problem. No, no, no. I don't think you understand. We will definitely get in. It'll be a surprise. I think it would be hysterical, though. And it would certainly cause an uproar. But you can't. You have to, Louis or Jose. I'll go in like uh, Jose. Incognito. You have to. You have to promise not to tell anybody. And everybody is listening. You all have to promise not I'm to tell anybody. I'm You have to promise not I to won't tell say, anybody. I'll tell okay. them I'm Robert Lee, and then they'll <laughs> let me write in. Yeah, exactly. Okay, shh, shh. Okay, we're going to pick you up, Jose. When we're off the air, we'll talk more about it, okay? Yes, Miss Robin. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yes, no Ms. problem. Yes, Miss Robin. That's the way I talk to her, too, sometimes. I know. I thought the... That's only... That's only... That's only... Wait a minute, wait a minute. What do we have? That's only when I'm wearing my leather. You know what we're going to have in uh, about another What's that? I'm sorry, Jose. Go ahead. We have hockey action, yo. Yes, indeed, we do. You have tickets for that? Training camp. Um, I don't it? have t- tickets to board He's for OPC training camp, but... If you're going to see opening training camp hockey, hockey, you need a life, bro. Seriously. Well, that's the best hockey. No, that's the playoff hockey. You need a life. You going to the Arena Bowl championship game? I know someone who is. You know there's only five teams up in the Arena oh, Bowl? Oh, yo. Yeah, but it's not even one of the teams. It's not like they play like four teams the rest of the year. Baltimore. That's what, there's only five teams. But they're playing the Tampa Bay Storm, at least, which is a legitimate team. Yeah, legitimate. Not these two nod teams like, uh, like uh, Baltimore and Cleveland. Who the were Rattlers. and No, no. The, the, the Arena League used to be huge. I know it did, but now it's down to like five teams, and I that's know. it. You, it's, you make the, it's easier to make the playoffs than it is in the NHL yeah. and the NBA. <laughs> I was going to say. But the, you know, this think, is a champion. This is a it, dynasty. It is. That's what we want. Three. The Philadelphia Soul is a dynasty. I'm already. I'm going to go after the show. I'm going to get my silkscreen machine and put my three peat shirts up. Are you going to start printing them up? I'm going to start printing three peat. And I'm going to sell knockoff shirts. Well, I don't know if this. I don't. I don't know if the parade's going down Broad Street. It might just run down Mifflin. I'm not sure if it's going to run down Broad. I think it's going to run by the Mummers Museum. And then everybody's going to go get right drunk. down 2 Street. And then uh, Chicky from Chickies and Pete's will be out there. And then a couple of guys will fight over crab fries and throw down. Did you see that video? No, that? I didn't see that. The guys at the Eagles preseason game against the Bills are oh, throwing God. down. A preseason game they're fighting? Somebody Seriously? Knocked, somebody knocked some other dude's crab fries down, and they threw down over crab fries. Well, I mean, they're like nine fifty a bucket. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I mean, what do you expect? Oh, speaking of preseason game, yes. what up, Jay Cutler's? What up? And Miami team's going to be pretty good, brother. All these people are saying, the Dolphins, why didn't they sign Colin Kaepernick? He's so much better. Jay Cutler's playing with a coach he's who knows with. his skills, and, he, and, and he's, throwing, he's throwing rock, yeah, and he's throwing, like, BBs. I'm going to break down Jay Cutler on my first show, Tony. Don't worry, on, on next What's Thursday. the name of the show now? Funkin' Fantasy, bro. Funkin' right. Not Funkin' Wagnalls. No, no. Funkin' Fantasy, they'll be, bitches. They'll be saying Can funk be, that guy after, this, after my first show. show. What's that? You coming out to Luigi's uh, opening show? No, I want to call in and be his first guest. Damn right, Ozella. You pop the cherry? Absolutely, brother. Damn right. Not just you. I right. might, you know what? I might have to get you down there, Jose. A couple more lights on me. I'm going to get you high tonight. I'm going to get you drunk. I'm going to get you high. You want, Jose, you want to come out? What up, fantasy players? <laughs> 
I was like, I'll see if I can get you down for the show, man. I'll, I'll bring you and in And we'll get your seat down low. Mm-hmm. Give, me, give me two mm-hmm. down low. What now do you my, got? My buddy Ken Schott, Mr. Slapshots, big hockey guy who did the union hockey for a long time up there. I just retired from there up in the uh, Troy, New York area. What do you got? He says the Robert Lee story is especially big up here in the Albany's connected Troy, uh, New York market because he was the radio play-by-play announcer for the Siena Saints basketball team for a while. So, you know, a guy got to start doing college like a lot of guys do. And then got us break it to do some games on ESPN. Uh-huh. And, you know, again, I don't think ESPN's punishing the guy. I think they're just overreacting and embarrassing themselves with this whole thing. So I just don't get it. I just don't get it at all. But, hey, that's why executives make decisions and uh, shows go off the air and stations and go out of business and change formats to uh, hip-hop and R&B. I hear you. Other than that, um, I posted on my wall, and I think Luigi saw it. I can't say what's going on with my fam in Philly right now. Oh, we have we have a situation. Everything all right? Situation is okay. It's just it's 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 okay. It's regarding it's regarding two of my members of my family, but I don't want to say what they have. Health wise. All right, man. Jose, well, let's, let's not let's not bring that up. We'll just we'll just we'll just pray for you, man. I'm sure every, all, all your friends out here, all your fans, all your fans are uh, wishing the best. Thank you. I appreciate it very much, Luigi. No all right, problem, we'll Jose. be in touch, brother. Thanks, man. Jose. Listen, man. I'll reach out no to problem, you. Boss. I'm going to reach out to you over the weekend. We'll see if I can um if I can effort getting you down to the show on Thursday, but uh, Saturday. Sa- well, Saturday, and uh, I'm looking forward to hearing from you on the on the first show. You'll be my my uh, my first caller. You bring the flavor, bring Thank the noise, you, bring the flavor and the noise that only you can bring, Jose. A lot yes, of people sir. checking in from all over tonight. No problem, Thanks, boys. Jose. Good night. All right, pal. Good night. By the way, did you see the, uh, the story about the guy in uh, Jersey who died in his obituary? He was a, a 57-year-old man. I got the old bit here. I want to do this quickly. Was he sitting at a red light trying to make a left no, turn? No, no, he was playing golf. <laughs> is that, is that what it was? So his name was Jeffrey Clayton Regal. 56, of Port Republic. That's a good name. Port Republic, New Jersey, down there near the Jersey Shore. Grew up in Atlantic City. He was golfing last week, Saturday, I believe it was the 18th. Did he get hit by lightning? No, 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 no. He passed away. So this this is no... He died, and this is the obituary, which was in the Atlantic City Post. Shocking. The Post of Atlantic City. (laughs) <laughs> this is the actual obituary. I won't read the whole thing, All right, but I just you. want to read the important parts. Obviously, morbid, there's man. a lot of stuff about his personal life and his family. Uh, Jeffrey Clayton Regal of Port Republic on a not-so-beautiful golfing day on August 18th left this earth to finish a long-overdue game of golf. He was a wonderful husband, uncle, brother, and son to his smiling way. He had a kind word for all and always saw the best in everyone. He was the last truly completely good man. No one that met him failed to love him. He was a true and loyal friend to many. Then they go on and talk about his family and his wife and his kids Uh and grew up in Atlantic City. He was a proud member of the IBEW Local 351. He was recently spending time between his home in Port Republic and uh, down in Florida. He leaves behind his wife and family. And then this uh, this is near the end of it. It says, he was a beloved, he was beloved by all. God gave Jeffrey the miracle of time to prepare which allowed him to verbalize his last wishes. He requested to have eight Philadelphia Eagles as pallbearers. So the Eagles... Wow. Wait a minute. So the Eagles can let him down one last time. Oh. 
Oh, How about that? That was a true obituary? That's in the obituary. Oh, my God. So the he Eagles requested to have eight Philadelphia Eagles as Paul oh. Barris so the Eagles can let him down one last time. Ouch. There's a guy who lived almost 57 years and never got to see the Eagles win a well, Super Bowl. Allow me, on his way out, give him a <laughs> run. Give him a roaring round of applause. That wasn't his line. That was somebody in his family it's clever enough to write that. Him How great is that? <laughs> Rest <laughs> in peace, Jeffy. That's phenomenal. That is phenomenal. By the way, we were just speaking about her, the fabulous Beth Faber checking in. Now, Beth, I didn't, now I didn't get to meet Beth. Did I? No. I thought did. I met her in Tampa. For, when yeah, we were you the, met her in Tampa. When we were at the oh, college national team on the show. That's why I said yes. I said, Robin, I said, isn't Beth the, the woman I met when we were in Tampa? Yeah, I thought she you were talking about Bob. She does college football. She does everything at ESPN. I thought you were talking about Bob when you were like, no, no, you Bob, Bob, Bob. Bob. Because Luigi and I have still not perfected the sign language yet. You want to know why? Because you're giving me the sign to seal second, and I'm going, what the fuck are you talking about, Robin? What's the matter with you, man? <laughs> Don't go there with yeah, me. Don't go there with me. Don't go there with me. I gotta rip somebody first. It's all right that we're over. We got plenty of time. I gotta rip the uh the media center. Do you, bro? Uh, in Las Vegas for the McGregor Mayweather fight that no one cares about. Talk about a radio roll with no juice for this <laughs> fight on Saturday night. Is it truly so, I think people do care about people it. No, do they care. Don't. There's it'll be a spectacle. I mean it's basically it's it is Rocky versus Thunderlips yeah. in, in an essence. But to I mean, show you how many of the people in Vegas at the media row, and I've done a lot of media rows yes, for you fights have, in Tony. Vegas. Well, you actually did. You, didn't you do color commentary for, for boxing while you were in Vegas? No, no, no. No, we never did color, no. but we covered it. I know, well, I know, Tony, I know Tony did some color stuff. No, I didn't no. do boxing. But we, but we covered Dylan, Dylan many, Hernandez, many fights. Dylan Hernandez out there in Los Angeles who works for the LA Times to show you what homers they are in Los Angeles because this would never happen in Philadelphia, of course. The media center erupts with cheers as Rich Hill gets a called third strike to, pres to preserve his perfect game. So a bunch of media hacks sitting around in Vegas getting ready to try to pimp a fight and sell some more tickets, which is what they're there to do, going crazy. I guess if there's a perfect game, you don't just have to be a die. Would you yeah. root for a perfect game if you're watching yeah. Rich Hill? Yeah, because if I'm, if I'm, if, like, so I'm sitting here. And I'm at a stadium, and my team is getting, I don't know, whatever. It's 4 nothing, 5 nothing, whatever it is. Especially other, a perfect game. Again, now I appreciate excellence. I, that's why I like Tom Bray. I like watching excellence. So I don't root against it. But if I'm at a stadium, it's 6th it's inning, 7th inning, it's 6 nothing you or whatever. See the perfect I'm sitting there, I'm going. He's got a perfect going. Yeah, I want to be a part of history, man. There's only been so many. I want to be a part of it. And guess who made an unbelievable diving catch to keep the perfect game intact for Rick? Uh, Puig? No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Chase Utley at second? You are correct, How about sir. that? He is the man. Chase still Utley, the man, brother. He is still the man. And he's going to be in a World Series, I think. I think they're, I think I they're going to win. I mean, who in the National League? I mean, Kershaw's coming. Kershaw just came good. back I mean, I'm not taking any. I think the Dodgers are just having a special season. Just an unbelievable year. I know that doesn't sound like anything, but what they're doing is unbelievable. It's not just, oh, they're having a great year. What they're doing is unbelievable. Did, um... Tone, I, like I just said, I know, we're, I know we're over, but I know you had something you wanted to get to with this. Uh, we got to play this song of the week, though, because we're always looking for new talent. And I also have the non-Florida-Florida Florida update. I know. Should we do, well, let's do them both quickly. All right, well, let's do yours first. Let's do, ladies and gentlemen, we have discovered a new talent. It's about time this young lady gets credit where it deserves. Ladies and gentlemen, what is her name again now? I don't even know what no, her name is. No, she's like an Italian name. Chick. 
She's 14 years old, everybody. Is she only 14? She's only oh, 14. God, that makes it even more pathetic. I don't know her real name, but she's the cash me outside chick. I had the story, but I didn't print it. What the hell's her name? Anyway, you'll find her because she's number one with a bullet. Number one her, with a bullet. This is her new song. What's it called? The Hoax. And you know how no, she spells the hoax? hose? The hose. You know how she the spells hose? H e a u x. Well, it's French. So she's she's a French Cajun. Yeah, she's, French she's a French hoe. And you know what they say about them French hoes? Take a shower, honey, and shave those armpits, because I ain't going there. I guarantee you right now. Guarantee. Let me get another taste of that. Just another taste for just a second. All right, let me cue it up. Damn. Even came up, he was like, huh? He's bouncing. Can't compete. God, it's so bad. Make it stop. No, it's Make not. It it's stop. better Make than like Alan Iverson or, or AI's rap. I have okay, a terrible. This chick's got skills. It's better than Kardashian. However, it is auto tune. Or auto, auto, uh, you got to add something, a little tempo. enhancement to this stuff. There's definitely auto-tempo. It's not even auto-tune. It's auto-tempo. Yeah. I can hear this right now when I crank the bass up in my Jeep Grand Cherokee with the worst navigation system on Earth. Why would happen? No, I just can't okay, find it. No, no, no. It. Seriously, the, FYI, this totally separate topic. We need to talk to Jeep 